This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and Keep It Locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> keep it, keep, keep, keep it basement, man. What, keep it, what radio? It's basement radio. Keep it basement? Put it down with Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, keep it basement, the idiot. What's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. What's up, homie? Do you want me to shout out Mike Sweeney? Or, or, what are you, Jewish? Uh, no, I'm actually not. No, I'm not Jewish. Would it be better if, uh, well, if I told you I was Jewish? Oh, no, you're a white kid, right? Yeah, white. Well, yeah, I'm white. Oh, no, I'm just trying to Sweeney. I know some people. All right, so basically, you want me to shout out Keep It Basement, right? We in this building. Still keep It Basement? Yeah. Keep it what? Like, keep it, like, keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. in. Keep It Basement. Yes. And what, what's your name, you guys? Hi, my name is Kevin Sweeney. Mike Sweeney. But that was so cool. Oh, man. How did I get that wrong? Nikki Parrish, and you're listening to Keep a Basement Radio. Don't go anywhere, bitch. And you keep doing you. What the fuck is this? My ex was a gamer. Right. <laughs> did she get jumped in or did she get, or did she get trained in? Like, I'm like, and you couldn't ask her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what do you do for a how was that your girlfriend then? She was getting all that cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> Did she crip walk on you? Uh, <laughs> That's not so bad. Okay, bro, thanks. Know the- oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> it's marginal. You know what's crazy? A lot of white people never think big, big picture as black people do. Uh, I like hip-hop culture. I feel like I'm part of hip-hop culture, but I don't know where I stand, and I feel weird about it. Like, you should. Like, I'm like, marginal. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black, That's not so bad. There we have it, folks. Keep it, <laughs> keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory like Oprah's Manny. Damn, that shit was dope. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Got to start it. All right, cool. Uh, you, you can hear us? Yeah. I can hear Yeah, I can hear us. Mike, whatever you need to do. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, keep facing podcast. Uh, Mike Sweeney, Tom Zappia, Alex. We have third coast house. Nicholas is not here. He's doing a show tonight. He's actually Puerto Rican and African-American. He gives us credibility. He um, had some good questions. So, uh, sh- yeah, he did have some good questions. Shout out to uh, Alex. And then we're here by uh, joined by entrepreneur Sean Kelly from Bridgewater, New Jersey, um, of Jersey Champs. So local to the area, uh, you know, big time uh, entrepreneur. You just gave the uh, location. Now we're going to get fucking shot. I said where he's from. I didn't say where we're from. Yeah, but you said from the area. New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey. New Jersey. Um, thanks for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no um, problem, guys. Seems pretty stoked to be here. So, I mean, more than <laughs> I am. So, I mean, I'm just kidding. But um, 
Yeah, we haven't we haven't been on in a week or so, so I mean, um, everything's going okay, catching up. Mickey Gall episode and yeah, then Mickey Chanel Gall episode and, and shout out the flashlight Valentine's Day special. Yeah, we get it. Uh, all you Valentine's Day fuckers out there who have dates, congrats to you. Even um, if you don't, you can still use it. Yeah, shout out to Fleshlight. Um, <laughs> we welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world with its soft, real feel insert patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer as well as a channeled sleeve able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. So, Sean, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. We're going to just kind of we're already organically talking about some subjects before we what we got what we came stuff. on um but i mean yeah um, we could either go the social media route uh importance of delegating <coughs> business route or yeah let's just like dive into it i don't know um what, what were brand talk yeah i mean so so like so you, you've been doing this what are you at this hardcore for like three years now already right and you're about to yeah. be 22 jesus christ yeah may of 2016 so almost three years almost three now years. gotta respect the hustle yeah really yeah it's been a it's been a journey hardcore hustle that's awesome. Um, yeah, so I mean, because you, you were with the Rutgers and you dropped out, you saw this formulating into something huge, you know, quickly. You, you obviously have a great business sense. I don't know shit about starting up a business, but like, it's it's Jersey, so you sell customized jerseys. And is that like a, you know, how did that start as like a passion of yours? Like you sports guy, I'm guessing? or Yeah, I love sports, basketball my whole life, and a uh, hip-hop fan for the high school years of my life. So I kind of combined the two elements into right. jerseys and then turned it into a business. Damn. Is your business model like you create the jersey, right? Like you design it, and then you tag an artist or someone with a huge following, and then you put that out, and if they like it or reply, you create that for them, and then they wear it, or you already have that jersey ready? Like, because I was reading an interview somewhere, you said how like it's very easy. People think like I waste a lot of money with overhead and all that, but I actually don't make the jersey unless it's accepted first. Yeah. So the good part is I have about fifteen graphic designers, so we'll just be constantly whipping out designs for upcoming celebrities, hip hop artists and public figures and if it gets the attention of that person then we'll go ahead and and work out a deal with them. Gotcha. That's sick. And if it's already like if it's a popular artist you make a jersey, can you make that without their their licensing and everything? How does that work out? Cuz I know you can't make NFL jerseys, official ones yet or NBA jerseys stuff like that. Yeah, we don't have sports licensing right now and with the artists we have to get their permission before we can sell it. So uh, <laughs> with gotcha. YBN Namir, we just did a jersey I think last week. And uh, we're going to be doing all of YBN now, so that's super cool. The whole group? Damn. Yeah. I uh, like, uh, what's uh, Cordier? Cordier? He's dope. Yeah, we started with Namir. We're doing Almighty next, and then hopefully Cordier. Yeah, he's 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 a great lyricist. I like him. Yeah, he's awesome. He just got a co-signed by Dr. Dre. Oh, that's Diddy. insane. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, you already have some pretty sick relationships with people you've made jerseys for. You just mentioned Skinny from the Nine. and I, I know Mark Cuban co-signed. Little Yachty. And, like, who have you, ma- you made jerseys for, like, some, who else have you made jerseys for that are, like, uh, two chains. That was it. Two True. chains. You got something going with him. Yeah. Logic, Khaled. I don't know if it's Khalid or Khaled. Uh, oh, wait, oh, the the rapper or the DJ? The rap rapper. Oh, okay. Um, Young M A. Word. And yeah, a few other low key rappers. And then the biggest celebrity was probably Mark Cuban and Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. the Trumpy. 
Yeah. I got questions about that. Sick. My co-host wanted to talk about that. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> he wanted. Did you get shit for the Trump jersey? Um. So we actually released that jersey when he got elected. So it was actually flying off the shelves at first, and then it kind of died down a bit. And then when he got that at his rally a few months ago, it, it popped off again. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw on Twitter you gave you were given the a lifetime supply of free jerseys to the guy who got in trouble in school for wearing it. What's up with that? Yeah, we offered it, we tweeted it out, and he never came forward. So oh, really? I Word? guess it was just someone who bought it from us and gave it to him. Damn. See, do you have a dilemma here? Like, how do you fit in with politics? Because I see you support hip hop, you know about hip hop, and a lot of hip hop hates Donald Trump, as you know. You got fucked Donald Trump, so people like that, YG. Do you get shit for creating these things that make Trump look good in a way? Yeah, we've had a few people reach out to me, my personal account, and say, like, fuck Trump and stuff. Um, but. To be honest, at the time, we had a Trump, we had a Sanders, and we had a Hillary Clinton jersey at the same time. So it's business not my fault business. the other yeah, two yeah. didn't sell. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah. cut them from our line and just kept selling Trump. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're, you're a businessman and the Trump was selling out, you, you're just to, you're, you're, you know, you're catering to both parties. You weren't like, you're like pro either, really. Because like, I was on your website yesterday and you had a make Obama president again hat. And I was, so I was like, yeah. If it sells, it sells. Yeah, if it sells, it sells. And, you know, there's Trump fans out there. Like, what do you, you want to do? But yeah. Um, yeah, so you're like, it's a business model. Like, it's, it's like selling off the shelves. You're not going to take it down. Yeah. yeah, I don't get. I don't get what the big thing is because Nike supports Cap and had that commercial, right? But at the same time, they're supplying jerseys for the whole NFL and they're cool with the owners. So sure. it's like business is business. Yeah, that whole thing's crazy. He's making more now than he would be in the NFL. So yeah, and then, but one per, one person was like, "Nah," but it's like they're supplying guns to two countries who are going to war together. Do you think it's like that crazy or no? So like, say if you were making a jersey for Trump and Hillary, it's like. Well, the NFL with Cap and with the jerseys for the owners, it's like they're like two enemies going at it and they're supporting both sides. Yeah, that would be pretty crazy, I guess. But for us, it's just whatever sells, sells, and uh, yeah. we don't get involved in politics. Yeah, gotcha. Do you feel some type of like moral responsibility because you're like in tune with hip hop culture, or is, do you, it is what it is, really? I got to stay up to date with everything. I got to see where people are at, but I'm just trying to sell jerseys at the end of the day because yeah i know i'm saying because down the line i know it's tough because i'm white in hip-hop and i already people probably think i'm a culture vulture like it's a big thing that people say like dj vlad is or anyone who's really white in the industry i don't know your background but it's very tough in uh anything these days you know very people get always angry yeah for sure you're you're 100 right about that yeah did you didn't you do something with uh, XXX for some type of donation or charity fund? Yeah, we partnered with his mom on the XXX Tentacion uh, Memorial Fund. So that's dope. That's good. And uh, we raised like thirty thirty thousand, I think. That's and, good. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we donated that to the fund, and it was. A Did he have a jersey with you guys? Um, no, it was released uh, when he died, and we sold it for two days. Gotcha. And how'd that come about? It was just you wanted to do something. Yeah, I wanted to raise yeah. money because. Um, I know his fans are super loyal, and they weren't selling merch for the first, like, few months, so I saw, like, an opening there. So, like, when you, like, I don't know, all I kept seeing in articles and in interviews is, like, you started off with a thousand bucks, and, like, w like, since you dropped out of school and everything, and, you know, how, what hits for you to realize, okay, I'm making this into a successful enough business where I, you know, am getting enough money, I can drop out of school, you have a, a team of employees now, you have graphic designers, like, how, just how does that sprinkle back? Because, like, someone like me can't even, like, comprehend how that would, how that would work. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably a little more than a thousand. I paid uh, some kid in my college dorm hall for the website, 
okay. couple thousand bucks, and then the thousand was just the inventory cost. Don't those uh, cyber don't those websites crash right away though? Like the ones that you first make, right? Yeah, Isn't funny story. So like, I paid this kid. I had no idea what I was doing. Like you just said, and <laughs> we hosted it on some shitty platform, and it would crash every time we got too many That's visitors. Funny. Right. I used to happen to me with a blog. Yeah, it was on like Bluehost or whatever, and then we switched over to Shopify, and that site never crashes. Gotcha. Damn. So what were you saying? Sorry, I cut you off, but I just wanted to know about oh, the yeah. early so websites. It yeah. probably costed around three to four K in total to start everything, I'd say. Okay. But prior to that, I was building an Instagram page with, at the time, automation, because that was what people did back then. Right. And I was using a bot just to uh, like and comment on shit. Okay. How does that happen? How does that go about? I have a ton of social media questions I want to ask. How, how the hell does that happen? Because yeah, you're, you're really good with social media. You're good at yeah, it. Yeah, well, I don't use it anymore because it's not really, like, legitimate now. Right. But um, it would basically you. you would input hashtags and it would like any post with that hashtag. Comedians okay. would love this shit. A bot that does stuff for you like that. Yeah. They could do stand up comedy while a bot's working for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I would wake up to like hundreds of new followers and I bought oh, it to shit. probably around 50K followers in a few months. So that's the secret to a lot of people's success on social media is they get bots. I guess you have to pay for that. That's how most people start out. Yeah. Would that be, is that the same thing as a fake follower or no? Is that different? No, because they're actually real people they're engaging with. Well, hopefully. And the ones that follow you at least are real. So very interesting. Yeah, like, that's pretty is that how you definitely grew on social media? Is that how people grow on social media? It's a quicker way to grow than manually doing what I just said. Yeah. Because so, it works while you sleep. Well, he said well, you don't need it now, but wouldn't you want it that now? Because isn't it hard to delegate and you got so many other things to do as you're an owner of a company? Like, what are you going to uh, It's a gray area with Instagram to use programs like that. Plus, now that I'm verified, I don't want to risk anything against gotcha. the terms of service. So gotcha. I stopped a while ago. Gotcha. So you were saying I don't you want to get unverified. Now, <laughs> so you were saying that you, you were already making an Instagram page at the time. So like, isn't like, like Instagram's like the baby. Is that where like. Your, a lot of Twitter's your early on too. sales came from like were hit, people just hitting you up like let me get this let me get that they weren't even like checking out the site yet like can all you make the, this all of the sales from crazy. my first few months were off Instagram yeah it's crazy yeah Instagram is like it's literally everything it's the best social media platform for e-commerce I think damn and so, and so like when, sorry once you got yeah, it to like you said um about three four thousand to get it off the you know to get it off the ground you had the website going or whatever like where were you in like were you where were you in school where you were like all right I'm getting enough inventory like you're getting enough requests for jerseys like how are you building them how are you making them like you know what I mean like so when did you get a team the first jersey we sold we did pre-order model so we actually didn't have any inventory right and I used the money from the orders to fund the inventory and purchase more Instagram shoutouts. So Instagram shoutouts are when you pay a page for them to post your jerseys. Yeah. So like we pay Worldstar like twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars. That's wild. To post our jerseys, right? And hopefully we'll get the money back and get followers. And usually that happens. Gotcha. Do you get shit for that from people, or is that just the way business is? Because like I'm saying, if a comedian found like if someone was like a comedian or radio person was like, yeah, I just paid for shoutouts. Like, wouldn't you be labeled as like? Like bold, that's 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 why. Yeah, it's different in the, for in entertainment, comedy, I guess. In the comedy scene, it's different. I know it's different for business. It's a business, like, and he's making money. I mean, it's a it's a fine line. It's like you gotcha. know, some people won't give a fuck. Comedians, some will be like, yeah, I mean, you're, if you're making the money and it's legit, I mean, yeah, I, mean I mean, fuck it, right? Yeah, I mean, you guys know Fashion Nova, right? Yeah, yeah. they're spending hundreds of thousands on shoutouts. Yeah, so. that's what it is, and I'm sure Instagram comedians, the people who make videos on Instagram, definitely do that. But not yeah. like stand-up comedians who are about like the art form and everything like that on stage. I know you. That's a uh, sarcasm right there. No, I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm de I definitely believe that like definitely like people who make those like comedian yeah, videos I mean, at one point organic. definitely bought shoutouts because they even they like, they even talk yeah, about definitely. that. I'm like supreme. Oh, patty, for sure. Yeah, yeah. whispers and yeah. that's how they do it. But like, there's other people who don't understand. Even myself, who aren't equipped with social media, who understand how that happens and how that 
Pretty well, yeah, long. you need that initial boost. So at first, you'd recommend buying shoutouts, and then eventually, if you're funny enough, like Supreme Patty, they're gonna post you for free. Trying right. to help Locker out. Hey, Locker made World Star four times. Shout out, Hey Locker. <laughs> we get some content. My uncle. So, what point was it at where? How much money were you bringing in? I'm not to ask you like personally or like wh- wh- how many orders are coming where you realize, all right, I'm going to drop out of school and put my 100% into this and focus fully on this. Yeah, I was I was not in a fully stable spot when I dropped out. We had 100,000 oh, really? in sales about and That's only like good. only like 20k profit though. So, right. it was nowhere like sustainable cuz I was a full year of work. Yeah. But I wasn't focusing on school and I was failing. So, I had a 1.7 GPA and yeah, I just I had to make those it stories. Me too. I just <laughs> had just to make the choice to uh drop out. Damn, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, when it works out, it's all. Awesome. You ever been on? Uh, ever think about going on Shark Tank or anything like that? Yeah, I've been asked that, um, but probably not. Well, Cuban asking you himself? don't want people with your money, or you just think that they wouldn't understand the idea. Um, they understand it. I know you gave Mark Cuban a jersey. Yeah, did he mention yeah. anything about it? No, he yeah. didn't, and I don't think I'd be eligible to go on because when you do business with them outside of the tank, you're not allowed on the show. Gotcha. So oh, even okay. if it was like a jersey or a jester, yeah. that could be like some type of thing where they wouldn't allow it. That makes yeah. sense. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, you gave Logic a jersey, right? Yeah, yeah we gave Logic. That. He performed at Rutgers in 2016, so that, yeah. we handed him one there. That's awesome. Right now, because you have a, I don't know, a warehouse or a shop on, uh, I know the street in New Brunswick. Are you like, are you like, like, what's your like typical day, like running the business? It's not a store, is it? No, it's, a, fulf- it's a fulfillment right? center. Okay, so. I, that's what I figured. You just get orders in there, and then they, your team creates them. He there. was confused. He thought he, he was going to drive by and check the store out. I don't know I'm if like, you had a store or a, a fucking store. warehouse. We, we had like, a customer come one time. Well, the thing is, if you type Jersey Champs in Google, that's the first address that comes up. Yeah. People are going to think it's a store. We like, have cameras. Looks like an apartment. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's the it's either way. Your site's cool. It's the frat house we ship out of, but we have. You ship out of frat house? Yeah, that's a good story. My ex partner used to be in Kappa Sigma. Oh, nice. But yeah, we got ex partner, not good, right? Yeah, ex partner. He, uh, that's another story. Yeah. Ooh. Oh boy. Are you um? Are you down at the where? Like, are you like hands in on everything? Like, are you down at the warehouse, like putting in orders? Or no, I got a team of packers and everything. I just focus on the partnerships and the big deals. Okay. How the hell do you even like learn all this? Just from reading books and just learning yeah, about the business. I don't have the like brain. The, the way he talks about like, it, it's I like wouldn't it's know nothing. how to get a fucking team of anything. <laughs> yeah, it was a process. Mentor, uh, YouTube videos, courses, books, a little bit of Real everything. Shit, yeah. Did you get scammed ever? Like, have you like watched some things where you paid for like mentoring and you realize it wasn't worth it, or it was like a scam? Or do you think those um, actually work? I know people get at Ty Lopez a lot. So my friend actually gets those courses for free. So we're in this Google Drive. So I've never paid for courses. Oh, you're hustling them. Allegedly, get, you don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly you never paid for courses. He does that. So <laughs> in case you make it big and someone's gonna be like, "You use my course. <laughs> you owe me fifty dollars." But no, I've seen a lot of good free content on YouTube as well. Definitely, definitely, shit, good shit. definitely, definitely. Um, like uh, that guy. What's his name? Kevin on Shark Tank. He's like to be truly oh, successful and have more freedom, you have to be your own boss. I just watched my video favorite shark. Him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he's so bitter, he's but sometimes he's he has a heart. Like, he had a heart for that lady who made those things in New Orleans, the crawfish, I think, or not the crawfish. It was something. He like gave her the money. Because she was homeless, I didn't I see that one. It was like a couple years ago. He's always like, "You want the money?" He's pretty bitter, you? but like you learn from him. Pretty much, his point was to put yourself on, like, and to do you, what you're passionate about. And like, literally, he's not dissing people who have nine to fives and work those jobs, but he's saying that, like, to be truly successful and free, you have to be an entrepreneur. Really, Is that, I agree. Yeah. So put yourself on working your own hours. I think is freedom. Like that's my definition, at least. Yeah. As a business owner, what advice do you have for people who try to do everything? Like uh, this podcast, I do it. I edit it. Social media, I post everything. Uh, uh, yeah. Interviews, the creative I content, some, like help there. and media stuff. Like, how do you 
like I feel like I lose time and energy on the, what's important for creative stuff. Like, how do you balance and we delegate? I was reading about how it was important for you to delegate and not stress about the small shit. Like as time goes on, but like that's how I'm feeling as well. Like I, I like to worry about everything, and I don't want to obsess about too much because then you lose energy and focus. I can tell you, my biggest mistake was not outsourcing quicker. I would have been on a whole different level now because the first year and a half, I did everything myself: mm. emails, Instagram posting. It's just too much, right? Yeah, everything. I was working 15, 18 hour days and a lot of stress, man. And for YouTube, I guess it's different because you have to edit everything and mm-hmm. record everything. It still but takes a while. Like you should figure out some type of way. If you're feeling overwhelmed, to outsource something small maybe and work your way up. Like have people edit and stuff like that as you get on. Yeah, because you know Logan Paul, he's not editing. No shit, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's like he makes a ton of money. At the same time, you want to be in charge. You got to trust people. You want to be in charge of your creative process too, whether it's creating videos and editing and stuff. But it takes so much time. Yeah. Uh, what do you? I saw one thing. You talked about how you were like panicking one time. How, what do you do for anxiety? Like, do you get anxious as a business owner? Uh, lately I haven't been, but it was something I faced pretty heavily in the past and uh it got really bad i developed agoraphobia which is the fear of leaving your house really that's happened to me oh yeah it's like agoraphobia <laughs> you every night like, uh, a, i think yeah so i, I and you were owning a business during this time and successful money was coming in and you were just panicking and had a lot of fears well i was dealing with a lawsuit that almost put me out of business oh wow and it was really bad i remember i couldn't even walk my dog without having a panic attack wow yeah Can we get into what, what helped exercise or just uh, well, the lawsuit ended, so that helped. But, so it was uh, something you were going through at the time. It wasn't just be like you were randomly panicking. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah uh, that's gonna be psychiatrist now. meditation exercise helped the most. Um, yeah, exercise is big. And yeah, meditation. I literally got a dog. Really? Yeah, <laughs> like a <laughs> well, you could fly with a dog and everything. One of those. I adopted a dog, dog? during nice. this tough time. Yes. <laughs> is it like you? You never got that bad again. But like, what do you do to relax and not focus on business twenty four seven? Because I feel like. As an owner, you kind of obsess about your business twenty four seven. But like, is there a time where you're like, oh, I gotta chill, or I gotta talk to women? Um, I gotta <laughs> do, I gotta do something. I gotta use a flashlight. I don't know. <laughs> um, for sure, like, anxiety is crazy when you're a business owner. Um, I try to meditate three times a week. Try to go to the gym three to five times a week. Yeah. Um, just try to stop working at night because when you work all day all night, your body's never given time to rest. Yeah, and yeah. you got like adrenaline in you. You got to release the adrenaline during the gym. Yeah, so yeah. you fly a lot. You went to some conference and stuff. I don't like fucking flying, I'll tell you that. I hate flying, but yeah, I do have to travel a lot for my business. Well, yeah, I, I would imagine. Yeah. Are you working with anybody globally or like outside my of the country? My factories are in Pakistan and Asia. That's fucking crazy. Do you, yeah. Did you ever visit the factory or no? I have not, but my mom speaks Mandarin, so she talks to them. That's wild. That's sick. Are you are you like Chinese? I'm half Chinese, half Irish. Have you have sick. you ever I'm Irish. Have you ever seen I'm, baseball? Shut up, Mike. Yeah, I saw that jersey. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you ever seen the movie? Yeah, I'll remember when he goes to the factory and it's all young. Do you like feel like do you do you remember? That? I'm not saying it happens to you, but he went to the factory. And it was all all young kids and like all child workers. Do you like <laughs> have a fear like that's what's going on sometimes when in those factories? Um, like how do you know what's ethical and what's not? Yeah, I haven't gotten pictures of the workers, but I've gotten pictures of the machinery. So hopefully, it's it's ethical. Yeah, I'm not sure what the age limits are there. And that's scary. You talk about lawsuits. Is it easy to get a lawsuit, especially when you're selling jerseys and there's other companies that make jerseys and there's all these licensing fees and everything? Is that like a tough thing to get into? Every successful person company has faced lawsuits. Really, that's the way it is. Yeah, Everyone wants your the money. Way it is. Yeah. Or they don't want to lose money, so they're going to sue you. Like you know. I don't know why, but it just happens, and I learned the hard way. What was, what's the process of getting a getting a factory out in another country for you know second hand help out of Pakistan or wherever else? Yeah, it's easier than you think. There's this one site called Alibaba.com, A L I B A B A dot com, and it's just a list of factories, and you message them. Really? Yeah. So you find the cheapest factory or whatever you want to do, and 
just negotiate. It's wild. Dope. And do you have to spend money to make money on social media? Yeah. Unless you already have a following like Supreme Patty, then yeah. yeah. But he definitely did all the things that you were talking about earlier to get that following. For sure. He blew up from World Star. Like, you can't just. Nobody be, just starts with a following. You can't just be funny. Unless you're an athlete or And a blow actor. up. Like, it has to be some type of thing where you're, like, doing the shout out thing or connecting with a group of people or getting signed to somebody major. Right? You got to get put on. You got to get a little lucky. You got to. It's kind of like the music industry. You, you got to get a little lucky. That's a good. You could blow up overnight, though. Like, it could happen quick. World record egg. Yeah. Do you know anything <laughs> about comedy? Not much. Like stand-up comedy, like you got to give these guys credit. They go every like every night. They go to open mic and stuff, and it's either there's going to be twenty people there, a hundred people there, ten people, and it's it's very tough to understand. Like you got to be passionate, and motivated to do it, but it's tough because like you go on social media and do something, and it could have like five hundred thousand views. But these comedians don't care about the views; they just care about who's there and making people laugh. It just makes them feel good. But I feel like to make it, it takes like twenty fucking years. But there's guys on social media who with less talent who make it in like two years, sometimes less. Yeah. yeah. I was watching a podcast today, the Lewis Howes podcast. I don't know if you guys oh, know Oh, yeah, I know him. him. I, I know him, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know the podcast, though. I forgot who was on there, but he was saying stand-up comedy takes a lot of guts because you don't know who's going to be a, in the room comedian. and who, how they're going to react. Yeah. Um, my, t- my other co-host is a comedian as well. I'm not. Yeah, I wish oh, yeah. I have only did it one time. Yeah, I'm I mean, scared. everyone says that, and, and like everyone says, oh, dang, yeah, that's like, because that's like the number one fear, like public speaking or whatever, but it's like, yeah, it does, it is, but like once you do it for a while, it kind of just becomes like a second nature kind of thing where you even think about it even someone for like me who's like not any one big or anything you, you kind of just get used to it it's like i'll go to work i'll leave work i'm like all right i'm gonna go do stand up at two spots tonight and i don't really think about it until i'm walking on stage but i mean like that's that's it's kind of easy if you think about it you show up to an open mic you write your name down or you show up to a show you go up you do five minutes you like have like some sort of brain where you're like all right i don't need to do i know i need to do this on social media i need to do this on my website i need to hire people to do this that for all this money to come in. Like, I go up there and talk about my dick for, for 10 minutes. Like, I couldn't even, I can't even comprehend these entrepreneurs. I'm hey, being serious. You know the guy? All these Shark Tank people? I'm like, what? You know the kid? I forgot his name. Was it Kush Poppy or whatever? Yeah. He does the juices. I'm friends with him. He was doing stand-up comedy in Long Island. Uh, regular comedians would be so mad about that, but I don't care. He was doing comedy and people were laughing in the fans and he already had a huge following. So my point with the comedian thing was like, they, they, they don't like this social media stuff, but like if you already have a huge following and do comedy, isn't that a win? Because it makes you quicker to blow up. I think up. they should try to do both. I don't That's know why they're saying. hating on it. There's there's, there's some that's like very purist. Like I understand what they're coming from where they don't like care about the huge following, but they just want to build up over time and do comedy. It's very it's very hard to talk about, but like Andrew Schultz, I don't know if you know him. He's like a brilliant idiot guy. He, he puts his comedy on social media, and so does Ryan Davis, and they got big off social media as well. But they weren't just strictly social media comedians. They're real comedians. Yeah, Schultz, Schultz went. Schultz was like, he wasn't doing the social media thing like until it became huge in the past couple of years. But he was like, he was doing shitty shows across the country and like yeah. open mics and shit. And yeah. yeah, he was a stand up before anything. Davis was the same way. Davis got yeah, but Davis got big quick because some of his Instagram and Facebook videos, especially Facebook, yeah. hit quickly. Like he did an Odell Beckham video, and that kind of blew him up. In about three, four years, he's selling out clubs off of Facebook videos. Like, I, so like he said, it takes a little bit of luck, a little bit of overnight sensation. Yeah, yeah. But he's also funny as fuck. They, the one kid, the one guy was like, he called me the algorithm man, and Alex too is like thinks I'm a social media guy when I'm really not. Like, he's a social media guy. Yeah. I think it'd actually be a good business idea for entertainers who are like really talented comedians or creatives to partner up with a social media person and try to create content or have him put the stuff out. Like, yeah. uh, like a lot of these comedians will just go to the comedy club and do like a set, but like. Don't you want your work out everywhere? Well, some don't because they want it their like hour and a half hour. But that's what was always interesting to me if I wanted to fully start comedy. 
Yeah, He's well, like you also have to be able here. to. I'm not getting mad. You also have to be able to <laughs> take your social, whatever you're doing on social media, and make it work towards what your end goal is. So, like a guy who's putting out videos, they're trying to get people to come out to their stand-up shows. He has a business, Sean. You're trying to get people to buy your jerseys. Yeah, you can't just put shit up without exactly. any end goal True. for it. True. You so look I an mean, I, I'm no, I'm not one of those social media haters. It's it's the old-fashioned stigma with stand-up comedy. It's like you want people to come to your shows and watch you and pay to watch you because you're talented and you, and you and you do funny jokes, whatever. But it's 2019. Like you're gonna put that on social media because someone's gonna see it on social media, and they might. And then once they see you on social media, they'd be like, "Oh, this guy's actually gonna be in my yeah, town yeah. in a couple weeks. Look so let me go Vic check out Vic, his show." Vic D, you know, Vic, Vic D. Pedetto, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had him on. Like here it, it's him. common sense. I, I, I'm not. I'm not like you think. I'm like this social media hater guy. I think Schultz is a genius. Ryan Davis are geniuses. Like there's no reason not to do it. There's it's no just, reason to blow up four, instead of three years quicker. Instead of like it's easier to. Do it in five, three, five years instead of ten, fifteen. That's a all lot I'm of the t- a lot of the guys don't want to burn their material by putting out their jokes up when they don't have a following yet. Yeah, Schultz blew up off of social media in the past year or two, but he had a little a little bit of a following before that yeah, yeah. because of MTV Guy yeah. Code, uh, Brilliant Idiots, and all that shit. You just have to use it to your advantage, and you have to make it work for your end goal. Now he's selling out fucking theaters. That's what I was asking Sean. You got to do multiple things like the YouTube. Like, he liked the porn YouTube stuff. The YouTube yeah. podcast. He's doing a podcast now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then. If I did comedy or TV stuff, it all correlates in a way of what you're passionate about. Well, it's all entertainment. Sean's and like, why the fuck did I come here? What are they talking about? Comedy? And for a businessman, <laughs> I mean, you nah. see, like you said, it, I'm essentially you started to make it and made money because of Instagram. That's what you, you said. That we got to get better. Instagram, we are Instagram's Instagram. fucking weak. Um, so I'll help I mean, you guys out. <laughs> yeah, man. We I need mean, a uh, consultant here. I just I, I try oh. to correlate this entertainment love with business aspect, business model of it because I don't have a business. Brain. I, I, I have a business degree, but I'm be- he has a business degree. He's slightly retarded, autistic, but he has a business but degree and he knows more about business than I I'm do. I'm open thinking. I'm thinking like Sean. I get like we could get fucking flashlight jerseys, Vixen, all these porn companies. I get you a bunch of jerseys, and then also. I mean, I feel like I could help these comedians out in a way and like consult with social media, but I'm not a social media brainiac and I know a lot of people who are way better, but I'm thinking like I always think of possibilities. You know, a lot of these yeah. comedians like him, he's Mr. Negative or he'll go and do open mic for five, ten minutes and then say, I hate my life. I don't know why I don't blow up. I'm kidding. I don't say that. He's cool. I know. I know. Why I don't but like I'm just like, thinking of like possibilities. But sometimes you obviously that quote's important about how ideas are meaningless and the action's important. Yeah. You got to take action. But are no, you because oh, you got to take action? Are you thinking about your business nonstop constantly? Or are you like going home watching a movie and chilling ever? That's one of my biggest issues from the moment I wake up to the moment I sleep. It's on my mind and I yeah. need to fix that. True. It's an obsession, right? Yeah, yeah I was, well, especially when I was especially first starting, starting out, out. It was yeah. I would literally collapse like in my dorm room. Jesus, yeah, Christ. it was ugly. Yeah. How how did um once you started to get like a you know a following and and some success and whatnot, what did you do to kind of like I don't know accumulate yourself to what was happening? Like, were you able to comprehend like what was happening? Like, did you think you were gonna have a factory and fucking Selling out jerseys and talking with Mark Cuban like three years ago, and like you like have supportive family or like does anyone help you? Got close friends who work with you or? Yeah, I always had high ambitions. Um, I didn't tell anyone I started the company for the first six months because I didn't want that pressure on me. Yeah, yeah if you failed, and yeah, I think know. that was a good move. And like, no social media promotion, or you would do social media promotion, but they wouldn't know who was you. They wouldn't know as me as just Jersey smart, Champs. Smart, Nothing smart, on my personal was ever told. Not even my parents knew. Oh, that's smart sick. move. And, um, that's crazy. Dropping out was tough, though. My mom's Asian, so they're like pretty strict on <laughs> Sorry, schooling. Sorry, I probably and shouldn't laugh at that. No, nah, it's fine. I mean, um, it's so, yeah, I, I didn't tell her for a few days after I dropped out, and then I told her I got kicked out for a few days. It was pretty bad. Really? But now they support me. So. Yeah, well, that's yeah, You that's could always sick. go back and get whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, it was yeah. a leave of absence, so I can always go back to Rutgers if I want to. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, so are you um 
once you started to again, like once you started to get, are you getting more? Once you started to get like a following and make sales, do you have, do you have kind of like people who like maybe weren't in your circle, you weren't close with, who like coming out of the woodwork, like oh, trying yeah. to like, hey, yeah. can really? I work for you? Can it's I do this? Funny can I do because that? you're kind of behind the scenes. You're a business owner. It's not like you're an entertainer or a comedian or rapper. But on social media, happen. everyone will see it. True. But like you're still obviously you're not where you want to be, but you're doing great. Like you obviously want more. But like that's funny that people would come to you. Like there's actually leeches and users and snakes. Oh yeah, everywhere. every time I get food in Bridgewater, I even went back to the high school uh, a few months ago, and teachers were coming up to me. Really? Yeah. Damn. It's pretty crazy because like. Well, that's not a bad thing, right? That the teachers or like was anyone trying to like come up to you and get some out of you or. Um, or you're like you seem like a networker like you were like very open like yeah I'll help you and help you like does people try to take you for advantage take advantage of you and stuff like that though. A little bit. I'm not like famous or anything, but (laughs) um, people just ask me for free jerseys and stuff. Nothing crazy. Gotcha. Do you have to know when to like tell the line of like, yeah, I could hook you up or fuck off or, you know? Um, I'm very nice. You seem really nice. You seem super nice. Sort of my weakness and. And you're a business owner, interesting. And you like that guy. Because some business owners. You want to be more like Kevin. I'm nice too. I'm a nice guy. Yeah, you got to be like a Kevin O'Leary. How much does it cost? Can you even talk about this? How much does it cost to make a jersey? Uh, I know it's cheap, right? And then you're yeah, the, high the margins in business usually have to be really good if you're going to be successful because of the advertising cost. Gotcha. People don't factor in how much they have to spend to acquire a customer. So, so when you're starting a business, you got to factor that in. You can't just be like, oh, I get this shirt for, for 10 Let me sell it for 20 right. That's the thing also. How yeah, do you keep a customer? What if they just want like a 21 Savage jersey, whatever you sell, just one time? Like, How do you go to those fans? I, obviously, you said to talk about fraternities. That's probably big. You get a lot of fraternity sales because they all want the same whatever Kappa Yappa shit on them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, like how does that work? Yeah, each jersey is a different audience with us since we do so many jerseys. Like I said, we got the Trump jersey. We Hillary, got like yeah. a 21 Savage jersey or whatever. So... We'll See, dro- he's, he's he's balancing Alex, twenty one Savage, Hillary, and Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll drop a jersey, and then let's say we drop a Drake jersey or something. There's like ten Drake fan pages on Instagram we can hit up for a shout out. Oh, that's there's hip hop pages, there's music pages. So you're very you're utilizing social media. Here. We'll spend a few thousand dollars and then gain followers and get sales, and that's how we grew. So you had to put money out to make money, basically. Yeah. Like I said. But you got to be smart and be like, oh, this page is overcharging. I'm not going to use him. This page right. seems like a good rate. Let me use them. You, uh, obviously, over time, it's trial and error. You've been fooled. Like, this page has fake followers. It's not real. Oh, yeah. I've spent $1,000 and got zero sales one time. Damn. Mm. What's with the comments? Do people buy comments? Because sometimes you're like, ah, this page is a little sketchy. Then all of a sudden, they have like 7,000 comments. Um, Yeah, that's definitely a thing. But there's engagement groups, too. So Gotcha. There's people who, real people who like comment? Yeah. So, like, once you're verified, you'll be added to these engagement groups, and it's only verified people. Gotcha. And then whenever someone uploads, they uh, say show love. And what did it take to be verified? Like, is it a big deal? Like, for business growth, is it really helpful? Because yeah, it ch- it changed my life for really? sure. I can DM a lot of people now and get responses. Right. Uh, people take you serious. You automatically have leverage in like most conversations. <laughs> Blue little check. It's insane. And yeah, it's sort sort of sad to say that, but it's so true because before I was verified, not many people were responding. Wow! And now with the verification, they're like, "Oh, this is official because Instagram has verified this, and I'm fi- and I'm verified too, so I'll work with this guy." Yeah, it's just like legitimacy, I guess. And you're saying like some of the pay rate, like, like to get your to get a you know a world star to repost you on an Instagram or whatever. That's like you have to put out a lot of money for something like that. World star is like an example of like a huge you know Instagram page that would. Obviously, we'll get you. Fo- we'll, you somebody's gonna come check out your page off of, of World Star, but like mm-hmm. you're saying, you got to put in that work to uh, and and spend money to. Yeah, if you got the right product and twenty five hundred dollars, I'd say go for it. Yeah, work your way up though, obviously, because yeah. I didn't just start off buying World Star posts, but yeah. Yeah. my friend just bought a hundred of them because they're so good. 
Do yeah. you get paid off social media? Um, so for my personal account, I got companies paying me a few thousand dollars to post their uh, products. And unbelievable. Um, I have a few uh, clients that pay me like a couple hundred thousand dollars to grow their followers. Really? Yeah. And so like Fat Boy, like he he's getting like twenty thousand dollars in advertisements or stuff like that, or like the Fat Jew. What that's the name, Fat Jew? He gets like a hundred thousand per post, like crazy amount of money. You saw the social media movie on Netflix? I did, I did. They get, uh, like the create the, like you can't believe it how much money they get off a post. Does it, do you think it really is worth it? I know you're gonna probably say yeah because you're getting paid off yeah, this stuff. Yeah, I like, mean, I had to pay YBN and Amir twenty five hundred, and it was worth it for uh, the collaboration. Yeah. For him so, to post on Instagram. Oh, he posted on Instagram. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, that's not a crazy amount, man. Could be worse. It's not. And we're doing a Fat Boy collab soon, actually. So Shout we'll see him, what Jersey. he charges me. Fat he might Boy? charge me a few thousand. So too. people with these collabs, they'll charge. They charge you. Those are the um, a lot of times. Some of them. Two chains actually didn't charge me, but that was a profit split. What so. year did you do that? Uh, whenever Pretty Girls Like Trap music came out. Because uh, he did know. he did those Christmas sweaters and he made a lot of money off of them. That wasn't me. We did. Yeah, and uh, we did Co. Charlie movies. though. Okay. Charlie. I heard his merch store is one of the hottest for rappers. Oh, Two Chains. So shout out to Two Chains. Yeah. yeah, he got that Christmas sweater. It blew up. He made a yeah. million dollars in like a couple wow. days. A couple million. Yeah, I saw him days. on Gary Vee, and he said he's killing it. So. Yeah. True. Yeah. But uh, what's the uh, typical day for a business owner, entrepreneur? You think? For me, or just entrepreneurs in general? You. Uh, entrepreneurs um, in general. I wake up at like nine. I try to avoid my phone the first 15 minutes if possible because it's you don't want your phone controlling your life. It's the opposite it's of us. <laughs> we were going to talk about that actually. Yeah, social media oh, yeah. addiction. Like, uh, do you do you think do you find that you're addicted to social media because you have to use it so much? See, I don't care about it personally, but for business, I rely on it. Yeah. Well, if I wasn't running a business, I wouldn't use it. But technically, you're still using it though, and like, yeah, you, I, don't I you my, feel like the addiction kind of like? I check my hours on the settings or whatever. You can see what hours, oh, and I spend seven hours a day on Instagram. And and going back to that question, yeah, it's a lot. Oh, typical p- typical days on entrepreneur. Don't you think it changed from the '90s to now because social media is so big? Like they're yeah. probably doing something that's, different. That's like the emails. main reason I dropped yeah. out, and they weren't teaching social media marketing at Rutgers. And you were like, "Fuck this! It's his old way of thinking." I don't think they. They teach were teaching that. me newspaper ads. Really? Yeah, phone calls and stuff, <laughs> cold <laughs> oh, calling. Man, that's terrible. <laughs> I I know about that firsthand. Yeah. So back to the t- typical day, just try to not look at the phone off the bat, right? I feel like that causes anxiety once you look at the. Are you like thing. Are you like calling right in and seeing where you are on sales, like right at the beginning of the day? No, I used to do or? that, and I'd wake up in a panic because I used to spend thousands a day on Facebook ads, and I'd be like. Oh, I got to check. Thousands of right. Facebook ads? Yeah. Uh, back when they were popping, like, oh, 2017. Oh, they're not as popping now? No. Uh, Facebook now ads were insane. The market's saturated now, yeah. yeah. Instagram's but, um, getting crazy now with the ads. Yeah. It's like, I'll... Yeah, like... Every meme page is selling shout-outs. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And then, yeah, I try to take a cold shower to... to Amp up my body. Apparently, it's good for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. You're on some Joe Rogan shit right now. Mark takes a fuck ton of cold showers. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. And other people um, like that. Shout out Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, uh, then I'll try to go to the gym. Usually doesn't work <laughs> out. Uh, I'll eat, and then I'll start working from there until like 8 p.m. Sometimes usually. if you get a big lift, and you might get tired after, right? Yeah, I don't know. I like it at night, but I know it's better to do it in the morning. Yeah. So I'm like, conflicted. I like it at night too. I like yeah. it. And it puts me to sleep sometimes if I work yeah, out at night. So. You're also like, though, like you'll get amped up, and then you you gotta go, you gotta go work out to burn it off. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll have so much energy, like, or I'll be jacked up. Like, say if I was doing an interview and I was rushing around, like today I went and ran two miles just nice. to like cool it off. You yeah, know? I did cross country and track in high school, so yeah, running it, it used definitely to be, helps. Yeah, especially if you're stagnant all day, like. I know you were probably on social media and you probably get all revved up. Like for me, if I'm editing a podcast, editing a video, and I'm sitting still for like 12 hours, like I have to like do something after because I'll yeah. literally fucking be fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Are you um? So how many do you? How many employees do you have working for you? 
we got 15 graphic designer freelancers. I have one assistant that does a bunch of shit for me. And then eight packers that pack all the orders. And a virtual uh, customer service team in Ukraine that does all the emails and DMs and stuff. That's Damn, crazy. That's sick. So you so have even outsourcing a few uh, different ways. Social media stuff too for like yeah. Although I, I don't post anymore. That's someone else, and I don't answer the DMs. What's the most important thing that you do besides oversee all that as a CEO? Um, I'd say the partnerships because Branding. you know Rolling Loud Music Festival. Yeah, yeah. We might be doing their jerseys this year, and partnerships like that, it's like five, six figure deals. That's crazy. And we might be doing custom jerseys for all the artists there, hopefully. So, so how does one with an active mind like myself and you, I guess you're saying, how do you like sw- don't sweat the small stuff and just think about the large, bigger picture? Because like you want everything to go well. Yeah, you should just be focusing on getting higher level guests and working your way up to like A-list celebs. And maybe outsource the editing, show someone how to do it. And oh, you, oh, for, you're talking about my video? Oh, yeah, well, for the podcast and everything and YouTube, that's what you think? Yeah. Stuff like that, get big guests. You should keep working your way up because that's what I'm trying to do with my podcast. But the, for the for the same thing, though, I'm, I'm good. Like, I want to create good content, but obviously I want people to hear it, and people might not hear it if it's just like me and local comedians. Like naturally. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. you got to work your way up. But so start with the local guys. and then Yeah, but I, I love that local feeling. We do. We tr- right now we're trying to do both. I mean, we're in no position to have huge guests, obviously. Yeah. But like, we go from like a Mickey or like a Sean Kelly to like you know a local comic here who's not gonna it's not gonna I catch as much heat. We kind of like to do both, but like I like the local. We're also not in the most ideal setting. Like if you that, interview big names too, they're not gonna be like yo fuck this and fuck that. Like with the local people, they don't give a fuck and it's very entertaining and it's different type of talk. Like it's we're not gonna to talk to you about fucking girls media and without other aspects. Yeah, we're not gonna talk to you about fucking girls, bro talk, sex talk, and stuff <laughs> that could jeopardize your business. But like with yeah. a comedian, we could say whatever. It's all on the, all yeah. on the table. We ha- when we do but like I like that what you say. But Howard Cern always said in Charlemagne said you're nothing without like the content like if you just rely on guests you have no show and i believe that like i believe that your dope doesn't spoil if you're good at what you do like the creative content's there but obviously it's good to get that exposure whether it be a big name or not but sometimes the biggest names could be the boringest interviews yeah you're right it's a little tricky there Um, but i get what you're saying how you got to do that mentality but like i don't want to just rely on someone else i kind of feel like it's like lame like i want to build my stuff as well but it's good for proof the porn thing did work it's yeah. good for exposure, which leads to money, ho- yeah. ideally, because you'll get more listeners, more I, views, more clicks, more likes. Yeah, no, I'm good. At, I know I'm good at interviewing and making people laugh and being entertaining. So, but the big name would help. He's right. Were you um so like so if you take it off for you was your you were bl- you were, you were working off of Instagram strictly. That's where a lot of your you know a lot of your sales and whatever else was coming from. So like. How long before it started to balloon where your social media was catching up with your business or vice versa? Do you know what I mean? Like. You are having a, a, a you know a multi however much money business and your social media kind of came along with it, but you you were in the social media first really, mm-hmm. so like you had to go through that to get the money where it was mm-hmm. to get the sales to where it was, so like, and you said you were tr- it's hard it's hard to balance it out because you were like getting you were basically getting sales through Instagram DMs like that's insane if you really think about it because it's like um, you know what I mean not really. Um the DMs are for partnerships and collaborations. I wasn't hitting kids up to buy jerseys over DMs. Were, people, were kids hitting you up? Um, yeah, but those are just like small sales and stuff. It was mostly There's through shoutouts and ads. Shoutouts. That's yeah. That's that's and that's the thing. That's like, your, yeah. That's like understand. we like we get we get bigger guests, or we or we could do nobodies. But like either you just way, we have to get nobodies. Dick. I didn't say anybody specifically. <laughs> either way, we have to get our name out there through ads and through shoutouts and through. Well, the whole else. thing is like, like he said. What he reiterated. People helping people. You have to make money. You have to spend money to make money. Yeah. Like, you guys. Know, I've been telling you that though. 
You guys know Gary Vee, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's from New Jersey. He, his strategy is amazing. So he'll do an hour-long podcast or whatever, and then he'll take micro content from that podcast, post it on Instagram, post it on Facebook, Twitter, we, whatever. We do that. Yeah, oh, you we, do that? We, we do, do that it. with Instagram, Twitter. Um, oh, okay. Oh, I get yelled at, though. Um, what, do, what do people say on the things, the DMs? They're too oversaturating. Is there such thing as oversaturation? For what? We kept putting clips Content? out of Mickey Gall. Or like, say if we do this, say if we interview you, like audio, we should do video, but say the audio, yeah, we, we put like 20 clips out one day, people be like, yo, you're oversaturating. Yeah, don't do 20 in a day. Do like <laughs> one a day. One a day. Yeah. But like, we do it on the story. Do you think the story's pointless to do? But you're big on stories too. Like, um, instead of posting it on the actual page, we do a lot of story stuff. Yeah, stories are good because do you guys have the swipe up yet? Nah. Swipe up link? No, what do you that has, that's a certain amount of followers. I think. ten thousand. Yeah, no, we're no, not, we're not even close. Not All even right, I'll get close. you guys there. <laughs> <laughs> How? What are you at right now? I don't know, five hundred, not even. Five hundred. I'm, I'm at twelve. Uh, we also only got the Instagram back up and running. My idea. It was I, don't, a good I don't know idea. why it was just sitting there. It was a good idea. About. Six months ago, we weren't even fucking with Instagram. See, we I don't know why. Like, I'll vouch, like I'm not the most People confident person Instagram, ever, but dude. I believe that the podcast is good, the content's funny, and this podcast the, is great. The, I'm having a good time. The YouTube Appreciate page, it, the YouTube page is good. YouTube, the, my uncle, like I got so much shit, but it's, I don't know which way to go, Sean. You know what I'm saying? I'm and not trying to make this a, a fucking think piece advice on me, but since you're asking about me and stuff, and no, I don't know which out. way to go. I got my uncle on World Star, fucking <laughs> got a couple checks from them. I got my two buddy comedians. I'm trying to help, and also they're helping me. And then I got. The YouTube stuff. Now I'm finally can make money off YouTube. Actually, not much is coming in. Don't relax, everybody. <laughs> and then the fucking you on Spotify? podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm on Spotify. He he's in charge of the Spotify. He doesn't know what he's doing. But yeah, we're on Spotify. I got us on Spotify. We'll talk off air about the Instagram. I got some methods for you. Really, that's interesting. I like that. You're it's like good. for someone who's got like a successful business is like very open and nice. Some, some people, that, some people like we've had. We haven't really had many entrepreneurs on here, but like some people Everyone's just been like really cut nice. You to, off. to come on here, you have to be nice. Cause I mean, like, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. No, I'm not mean, dissing my fucking. I am, you dipshit, but. Um, but no, I'm just saying. Yeah, thanks. Thanks again, though, bro. But um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, just like we have different assets, different uh, entertainment routes, but to smooth it all out and get everything out equally, you know, a locker, world star, a porn interview, he seems, uh, a podcast. He seems focused at like what he's doing, and my thing is I could go five different routes. He's like a little, I he's said. a little, you know, like jittery mind. Like he's thinking about that. That's a red flag for me when people are all over the place. But I'm not. But I am because think about it, it's a brand. Think of No Jumper. Think of Academics. Think of Breakfast Club. They all do the yeah. same shit. Their YouTube page, podcast. And then also I might try to dive into comedy. I guess it's different for business owners because I used to have one friend that tried to start eight businesses at the I'm, same time. I'm all the same. Keep it basement's a brand. Okay, so that's fine. But, yeah, but what he I mean failed miserably. He's he owes me ten G. Like he's in Damn, horrible bad, not like, good. But not good. I won't do that. But um, what I'm saying is like you gotta be multifaceted in a way of where you're putting your shit out everywhere. But at the same yeah. time, I gotta focus on the right thing. Yeah, and you gotta spend money you get what in I'm the saying? right areas. The YouTube page, the podcast, yeah. the radio. Yeah, um, I agree comedy. with that. Yeah. It's not like I'm fucking trying to start a dildo business, fleshlight business, and run no, a podcast. Yeah. You know? Starting a business is not something you could just do like uh, yeah, five definitely. at the same time. I'm just thinking about the content creation, getting yeah. it out there. You know, yeah, the, we will, the podcast is our baby because a like it's podcasting nowadays. It's insane. Everybody has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. Sean. They're popular. <laughs> we we get people listening to it. Do based off algorithms, choice words, good titles, and stuff, along with our friends, yeah, yeah, people yeah. who help us and support us, and like. And it's the easiest thing. It's fucking, you turn on your computer, you get a mic, and you're good. It's easier than when we do a video. We, we'll do, like, wall talk sometimes on the thing. We got to get the camera go. We got to edit it. We got to make it look good. We got to put stuff on it. 
the podcast is just so it easy. It could be zoning so out, like, not listening. He's like, oh, fuck no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, because it's the, right now you're on Kidding. the podcast, Key Basement Podcast. Yeah. He's trying to make it a multifaceted thing with videos, interviews, and podcasts. Podcast is just the easiest thing. Not, not to be like weird with views and shit. People actually think we buy views or get fake views. No, we I We don't, but some people do and some people but, work. Uh, so maybe we should look at I think uh, YouTube, like averaging, we did the Exotica right after, I was averaging like 40,000 views on YouTube a month, which is good for shitbags. Not saying I'm a shitbag, but I just like saying the word shitbag. But we don't have a following, really. We don't have a following. And then also you you get a couple we get a couple like one to two thousand listens per week on podcasts, but sometimes it could be it could be a few like a late hundreds. Like you know, a lot of people are getting like a hundred thousand episodes. Like if you're Tim Ferriss, Joe Rogan, Charlie. How long ago did you guys start? We started hardcore. I've been about a year ago. I've been doing radio stuff since a couple years, a long time. He's been doing radio for a while. I mean, you you DM me way back. Shout out to Jersey. Yeah, did you answer? I thought it was fake. I'm going to be oh. honest. I, scumbag. You scumbag. <laughs> now he's on our well, podcast? Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying. This kid, it's all good. Gotta, it's all good. You've got to respect this. But man. honestly, 40K a month hustling. for your first year? Good shit. No, uh, the YouTube stuff. But I've been on YouTube for a while, but it's all mainly from the porn stuff. So I interviewed porn stars, people who are bigger than me. People just like And I had funny content. Yeah. yeah. So they'll search for the porn stars, but I'm still getting the views and I get a lot of likes. And people, We've gotten, people think it's hilarious, though. We've gotten good hits off of some other quality stuff. The I feel weird works. talking about it because like, I, I know it's not huge, but it's better than nothing. You know, it's a start. Yeah, I mean, it's we just want to do what we're passionate about. You're a business guy, and you you're passionate about it. Some people get into business or entrepreneurship because they realize they're good at it, but they might not even have a passion for it. You gotta have like, a what if if you were doing it for not jerseys for I don't know fucking staplers or some shit? You'd probably be like, this sucks, but you're paying bills and making money, right? Yeah. So let me ask you both the question. Actually, I'm pretty interested in your answer. Um, what's your end goal with this? Do you guys are you guys doing this for money mainly, or because you no, like it? I don't give a fuck well, about money. What I was in the same boat. If you saw, if you, let's be honest. Sean, you don't care about the money either? I didn't pay myself till this year. I was broke the first two years. Real Damn. shit. Yeah. I'm well, always Sean, I'm always passionate about profit. I've interviewed a lot of people. Charlemagne, Schultz's, the Dej Loafs. Every like, like Robert Green. Robert Green, Mac Wilds. Everyone everyone who's successful now, they always said they never did it for the money. It was passion for profit. And then the money comes because they're good at what they do. Yeah. So I always stuck by that. And people think I'm an idiot because I don't have a lot of money. But I always feel like I don't do things for the money. I mean, I wish I was thinking more logical and more about finance, but they always do it for the uh, love of it or the passion or their the, the, the strength at it. I mean, maybe they're not 100% passionate about it, but they have a gift for it, you know? I think that's the way to go. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't spend much money anyways, so I don't really like money that that's much, yeah, but I just like... need it to survive, obviously. But yeah, you And gotta you got to pay World Star. Well, yeah. You yeah, you're not about buying, like, you know, so, Gucci belts and wa- and watches and shit. It seems like you're nah. It looks like, like, honestly, we're talking the end goal is they want, it seems like he wants to elevate his comedy career, and the podcast is always a good thing to have as a back thing. Mm-hmm. And me is kind of my my baby and brand, and mm. they came along for the ride, and they've been good ever since. Alex is a co-host, usually sits in your seat. Oh, my and, bad, Alex. <laughs> and uh, Alex. they, like, they're not, like, as comedians, they're not, like... Like me, like they're not gonna take pictures of uh, me on a couch of what my flashlight. You we know, have I'll, I'll Alex be doing has that. taken those for you. Well, he's taking them for me, but he's not gonna do it himself because right. it looks like lame. But for you've gotten me, mo- you've gotten me but more I've to your side because I'm kind of, sp- I'm, I'm kind of, I'm he, opening the doors for that. I'm opening it up about social side. media, kind of split the line about now. you know radio podcasting being multifaceted. Like, and you see it a lot of these famous comedians have podcasts now. And are big on social media as well. Yeah, I mean, even, look, even Sebastian Maniscalco has someone who if puts you saw stuff the on text us. threads between us essentially all day, every day. We we do it because we like it. Like we we called you, we hit you up. You know Sam. We just had Mickey Gall. We want you to come on because we're, we we want to learn about what you do. Like we yeah. like the entertainment aspect of it. And then a week from now, we're gonna go talk to two comics and talk about fucking fake dick pics for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Like we like the best of both worlds, like music, yeah. comedy, whatever. And who like podcasts are huge now. Like we I enjoy doing the podcast. Like I left my job where I was incredibly 
distraught and depressed today, and I walked out, and I'm like, I get to go do a podcast now, and I was fucking stoked, even though I had to drive an hour to come to this idiot's place, <laughs> and 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 we're doing the podcast with you, but I was like happy to do it. So it's obviously passion over profit, like. But what you what he said is what you hope for. The passion brings the money because you know you're good at it, you know you're passionate about it, and it works itself out in the long run, and you make the right business decisions, like you said, with advertising, social media. You know, funny content, etc. Yeah, because when you get a big guest, we're not doing it for money in the in the long run. Like we've been doing it for a while, we don't make any money. When you right? get a big guest on, like it's a fine line. Like, say if I wasn't interested in your business or interested about you, I am. But say if I wasn't interested in someone, I had him on just for that sake. It never feels authentic when I'm doing it, it but because you're wanting them for the more following to make more money on your platform. Yeah, yeah. but if you think about like, it from the yeah. passion sense, like I got a good convo with you about social media. This is dope, and it's different. Yeah, I started the company because I loved hip-hop music, loved jerseys, and I saw it as an in with hip-hop, and now I'm working with some of my favorite artists, and I never cared about money. Like, obviously, I want the sales to go up did, and stuff every well, year, but... Yeah, let me ask you something. Did a part of you want, like, recognition to be recognized in a way? Like, because, like, you're not a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, like, on this, but you're behind the scenes, and, like, because even the guy from uh, Shark Tank, Damon, what's Damon. his name? Damon. Yeah. Damon. He wanted... He wanted, uh, he did Fubu, right? For us, Fubu, yeah. and uh, Fubu, Fubu. You were retarded. Fubu, <laughs> Fubu. But anyway, he never, he, he was cool with LL Cool J and used to give him free merch like yeah. that. And he, he wanted to be important, but not on the scene directly, but like, you know, a part of the scene. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wanted to build a brand that was recognizable, but I didn't start building my personal brand until this year. Gotcha. After I read Crushing It by Gary B. Good so. book. I have it on audiobook. Yeah, great so book. When you Gary were asking us about the end goal in mind, is that what you think of all the time too? When you're in a rut or. Or when you were starting out, did you always have the end goal in mind? Because it's hard. Yeah, to I just try to remind myself when I'm dealing with stress, anxiety, or like just What's business. the end goal for Jersey Champs and Sean Kelly? Uh, I want to get acquired by Fanatics or Lids or some major sports company and then do whatever I, I like next. Do you think that can you get acquired 100% or is it more like they're going to take your stuff and work like 50% with you? Because doesn't that happen a lot of times where they take like your concept or idea and put it in their business? <coughs> I have no idea how it works, honestly. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've been talking about the business model a lot. Flowing. And giving us some sick info and details. Oh, yeah, I was thinking... Which makes um, sense, because you're successful. Do you feel... The, I was We were talking about off-air in the beginning. Do you feel thirsty putting up DMs of celebrities? It's almost like ball alert in a way where it's like... Well, you're like really looking for a cosign, kind of. like It looks like you're not that big when you... Frankly, it looks like you are. Does it? Do you think it's a positive or negative when you're like putting private DMs up on... Yeah, like, so I'm in a dilemma now. Me and my partner just talked about it. I wanted to take it down... But he didn't, cause apparently it looks good sometimes. But it's kind of like, I guess for people in the industry, it wouldn't look good. But I guess if your target audience is younger kids, like that, think it's cool. But like me personally, like I, I wasn't the hugest fan of it. Like I'm being honest. Like, yeah. I, like I got yelled at for something like that when I did something like that back in the day, a radio interview, like to act like it was mad cool. Yeah. But like people don't fuck with that sometimes. Some people don't, you know. Yeah, I think you're right. And if I want to get to that next level with A-listers and stuff, I probably have to take it down it, soon. It's like it's different than a picture like a cosign like say if you were next to somebody like DJ Envy or Lil Yachty and took a picture, like that's dope or they like put your put your merch on their page. But like a DM and like them like, "Yeah, cool." Like it just like seems like you're it's like too much. Like almost like a thirsty girl, don't you think? Yeah, you're right. I'm just I'm trying to help you out, even though you're a business owner and I'm not. <laughs> He's uh, helping us out a lot more. Yeah. I'm just saying, like to me personally, no, like well, if I did that, it looks before we it looks got weird. the mics rolling, you said you kind of slowed it down on that aspect yeah, yeah, of it anyway. Yeah, I it's not necessary for someone at your level right now. Yeah, already. I stopped doing it the past couple months, and now I'm just thinking altogether to remove it, and I'm just back and forth on I mean, it. Don't, you have a good don't, business don't take sense my advice, you're more of a but social I'm, media guy. I don't see the yeah. problem with it at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I would ask someone who's like big up and just like what you think. If you're cool with the person, I don't see the big deal. But like, it's not like it's not like. 
it, I guess you get business off that because people who are younger like that. But like to me, I'm like ah, like I don't know. Like it's like combo. He just said yeah, sure. Like sup, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I'll keep the pictures up of them with the jerseys, but I'm Definitely. probably gonna remove the uh, DM part because it's kind of the same thing. So yeah, it's like a cosign in a way. You know? I mean, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it yeah. feels right in in your heart, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like knocking you or anything like that. No, nah, it it does it. look kind of silly though. You're right. Like right? Doesn't it look like too much. It's like you're like the thirsty ass girlfriend who's like, yeah. yo, look who just replied to me. Drake's, like, I, Drake's not gonna take me serious if he sees that shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, like yo, this guy's like putting DMs out there. Wait, is DMs? this real? Is this yeah, legit? DMs, yeah, I'm gonna remove that tonight, guys. If you weren't verified, people would be shit. like, what the fuck? This guy's oh, a yeah. cloud, people cloud gen- chaser. Yeah, exactly. You want to? Um, oh, talk about cloud chasing. You know anything about it? And like, cause. Um, we, we usually get in that a lot. It's a big yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, a lot. a lot of people do it, I guess. Jake Paul does it for sure. <laughs> Explain cloud chasing in your definition. Uh, I think it's just identifying a trend. So, like, the world record egg, right? Mm-hmm. People are trying to claim that they were the owner behind it. That's yeah. cloud chasing. Gotcha. To gain followers from yeah, that. See, I don't even fully comprehend it sometimes. I, I just, yeah, I think it's like a hot There's girl no trying to get, like, a famous guy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Get wiped up. Cloud chasing. Yeah. Or, like, a, yeah, like he said. Um, what's more on like your, I don't know. We've, we've, we've talked mostly about the business. I was going to talk about, you get into like, like you said, you, you have, uh, you have formed some great relationships off of your business and then you, all you, networking you've had old friends that have come out or whatever. Like, how's like your, like, how's just like your life? Like, are people like, are your friends when you're hanging out with your friends? Are they always like, how's the business? Or it's like, can you guys just chill and like, you know, um, watch TV or something. I don't know. It's like weird. No, like, I honestly, I barely hang out with people. That's what I was gonna say. Some people get shut off to the world because they just focus. Yeah, on their that's business. something I'm gonna work on. You gotta be successful. It's that. either I'm working or I'm with my girlfriend or my best friend. I was gonna say She's that. Super supportive. Fo- following dreams while dating, like relationships, yeah. talking to women, is that tough? <clears throat> oh, super. I don't get laid anyway, but. <laughs> super tough at first. I was dealing with a lot of shit. So during the lawsuit. I was also on Accutane, if you guys know what that is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's bad for acne. Super mood. No, it helps acne. But it, I heard it's bad side effects. Yeah, horrible side effects. Like I'd rather just, take acne, maybe. I'm just get the acne. Fuck I, it. Yeah, I regret taking it. You just lose all sense of emotion and you're a dick 24-7, basically. Really? Supreme Patty only lasted two months on it. I heard he has bad anxiety from it. I yeah, put a video up. he still has anxiety from it. So do I. That's crazy. Yeah. It fucks with uh, chemicals, I guess, in the brain. Yeah. So, yeah, we almost broke up several times. It was rough. The lawsuit happened. But now we're on a pretty good understanding of each other and what each other wants. Gotcha. Mutual support. But is it tough? Like, do you think anyone, like even us or like stand-up comedian, radio personality, uh, trying to find women because they don't understand, especially as you get older and you're single, like they want to get married by 30 or have kids by 32? That's scary. Like, don't you think, do you think, (laughs) do you think that's tough in a way? Like, do you say, fuck it, follow your dreams, like don't listen to them? Um... Well, they're there for moral support and to help you out, hopefully. Yeah. And um, if not, they don't really understand your goals. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, if you're just going to be with them all day and it's going to affect your work, that's not what you want. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a nice balance. We ask that a lot, but I think it's like, yeah, if they're not well, trying to get a you, talk in there, you know, yeah, somewhere about. We usually well, yeah, don't just do full interviews, but this is a little different. No, well, well, for Mickey, we did a full interview. We talked about rap, hip hop. We got into some shit at the end, yeah. though, hip hop. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. So you're like, um. I don't know. You, uh, what do you think of blackface with the Gucci stuff going on? You hear about yeah. that? You probably don't see oh, the news. Oh, Soldier Boys stopped buying from them, right? And then, yeah. like Floyd Mayweather didn't care and said he would buy from them. Let's get ready to rumble. Nigga, shut your ass up, man. I'm <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. What's up? Oh, the gross. star of the show's here. Sam, Sam's here. <laughs> I had him take pictures with a girl. It was funny. He drank one beer. He got weird. Ted, you've ran into some shit, I guess, with the Trump stuff, like something like that. You got No, we're talking about blackface goods. I know, but it's the same concept. It's clothing. No, it's not really. I mean, he didn't put blackface on his uh, clothing. I'm not saying he did that. Wait, I'm saying happened? what a problem. Blackface is like this Gucci. They had like this Gucci face thing, and they had like a black face. It was like a. Wasn't it like a sweater with like came up with a face, like it looked like a. But it was black, so it looked like blackface mask. So everyone thought it was racist, like, yeah, and they yeah, caught yeah. a bunch of oh, shit. Oh wait, did someone on the Breakfast Club wear that? No, that was Kodak Black. Was they Kodak all Black wore, they all wore full. Uh, they just wore ski masks. Ski masks. What was that about? They just joke with yeah. Kodak Black because he did that the first time he went up. Because uh, he's like, you know, the blackface thing. Let me get a picture real quick, and then like everyone's complaining about it. Fifty Cent is now burning Gucci clothes on social media. Jesus, really? wait, so and then Floyd Mayweather didn't care about it, and you keep hitting the headphones, and we keep hitting off, getting off. He just so. had to put his headphones on, dipshit. All right. Yeah, asshole. Can you lower mine a little bit? Oh, yeah. Thank you. If I eat my sandwich, my mic off, it's going to come. Don't be eating the mic. <laughs> I'm not eating the mic like he does. That's what he does, yeah. Yeah. So people think this is like... It was like a racist thing, they said. It was like a huge backlash. How is that racist? I guess because it was like... Because it's black. Black? It's, 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 like, it's you know, it's your, your, your... I didn't think it was that bad either, but like... It's kind of like your cycle people like offended. overthinking it. Like it, Yeah. It's for, what is it, to keep you warm, I guess, for the winter or whatever. But I mean, you kind of... So if it was white, people wouldn't... No, freak out about probably it. Probably not. I think I it's know. a big lift at throwing people off. It's possibly. just how people in today's day and age, all the Me Too stuff with all the race relations, with all the the sex stuff. It's like, yeah. you're all gonna get your hardcore libs out there thinking that that's bad. <laughs> you definitely you know you have I mean? people who probably think you're a hardcore conservative. I don't know if you are or not, but you probably have people who think that from your Trump stuff, and then you probably have people who are conservatives think you're super liberal because of your hip hop stuff. Guy. You actually can't <laughs> fucking win no matter what. Really. You really can't. That's the thing with this. It's like you. Well, you just saw it. You're like people are mad over that. So you, and then other people will be like, oh my god. That's racist as shit. You can't. It's like a I didn't think it was racist at first. I didn't know. I, I would. I wouldn't have thought that, but I would understand there's people out there who would think that because this world's just. Psycho. They should have did green because Gucci's a green color. Usually okay, they thank, should have did green and red. It wouldn't thanks, have been bad. Thanks, Mike. I have a lot of Gucci. Of black. <laughs> I have a lot of Gucci. Instead uh, of black, apparel. they should have just did green. I don't know why. They didn't I don't do know. That. I just think. Well, since you, you know, I guess it was similar to your toe because you do. You know, you have a clothing line and same kind of concept. Fucking Sam eating Jersey Mike's disgusting. No, it's loud. Um. I don't know. He, he, you were just asking him what he thought about it. Yeah. But. And 21 Savage, that ice stuff. Did you see that? That ah, shit was crazy. <laughs> we got him a jersey, too. I forgot to tell you guys. Really? Yeah. That's oh, dope. That's he seems dope. cool. Yeah. Uh, Are you gonna I didn't You're going to ship but. it to you, the <laughs> UK now? He got off gonna, now. He got off now. He's, he's good. good? Yeah. Jay-Z got him a lawyer. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's good crazy. Lawyer. I can't believe that stuff. And w- you were talking about being sued and stuff. They were talking about how expensive lawyer fees are. Like Meek Mill was talking about it and 21 Savage yeah. and all this stuff. Like It's crazy amount of money. Yeah. My mom's dating one, so I'm pretty lucky. That's good. Oh, nice. Yeah, not bad. Are you um, are you always like into hip hop, like culture, like music? Are you always like listening to new shit and shit? Not heavily in, but either. I I do like hip hop a lot. Okay, definitely the be- my favorite genre. Do you yeah. do you listen to new music or just kind of like old stuff? Whatever's on rap caviar. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, cause. What about you guys? Big on it. Yeah, like old stuff, older know. stuff. I, I know, I know more older stuff, but I don't really know. Any, I like, feel like I don't really know anything, and he'll get mad at me for your like, business. <laughs> I don't know anybody. You gotta new. listen to the new stuff for your business. To yeah, see what's I, I gotta hot, stay up to date. Twenty One Savage and I like Twenty One Savage. I like some newer guys, like, like Travis Scott. And yeah, so what we'll do is we'll see the hip hop month and what albums are coming out, and then we'll try to make a jersey for that before it comes smart. out. Nice. Yeah, that's smart. I don't know if you guys already covered it, but how do you decide who gets jerseys or not? Just whoever you feel like. Um, so we have a Google Sheets file with all our designers in it, and every okay. d- every day or once a week or whatever, I'll add add in names. I think 
we should make jerseys for. Are these okay. freelance designers, or is it like? Has yeah, it we pay them either per design or sometimes they do it for free if they really like the celebrity. Mm, that's that's cool. cool. And they get a cut of that or something, or how's it work? No, we just pay them per design. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Have you and and like how you like because you've gotten co-signed or praise from like these artists or whoever you make jerseys for like how does that make you feel like are you like like when Mark Cuban was like you know oh Mark Cuban and Logic I was like hype but yeah. honestly did once you meet you, Logic there I didn't yeah. I wasn't at the concert but honestly once you get a few it's like you don't get hype anymore like it's just business it's a business yeah mm. but the first few are like wow sure. did you ever think about like partnering with a media company or actually doing media yourself. Would that help sales, you think, like interviews and stuff, or no? Well, you did the podcast. It probably saying. would help. Um, we have a company that does our ads right now, but not a media company. Or like having something on a microphone doing interviews. It's yeah. interesting. There's just so many ways. Even like, the thing is, like, if you focus so much on social media marketing, at the same time, traditional marketing is still there in guerrilla marketing. Like, there's still good it's forms. still there, there, yeah. Like, I, know you gotta people, look at I know people that own billboards. Yeah, maybe I'll try it one day. Yeah. Yeah, talk about your podcast. You've been, you've been doing the podcast pretty hardcore for a couple. Yeah, of it started months. last week. Oh, um, week, Holy four shit. episodes. It's called Business All Stars, and I just interview entrepreneurs. That's sick. and uh, yeah, I want to work my way up to guys like Ty Lopez and Grant Cardone. Do you like Ty Lopez? Uh, so his courses are super long. Like the I videos know. are hours long. Are those the ones you got free? <laughs> Supposedly, yeah. Allegedly, because allegedly oh, I knew idiot. someone who actually interned for him back in the day, and uh, he sent me some courses. They're super long, and sometimes like you're talking to a fucking fan. Yeah, so I play them at 1.5x speed. If not, I want to like. That's what I do. A podcast. Do you really think that shit works, or do you do you think he's a scammer? People say he's a scammer. The things in the garage. He's not a videos. scammer, but <laughs> he might over exaggerate. I know. A, I'm, I met someone at 10x Growth Con last week that mm-hmm. did a course with him, Airbnb course. They did 500k in their first week. That's crazy. And how the fuck do you retain all this information? That's the thing with him. He was talking about like, oh, you should read this book, this book, and that book. And I can't talking read about a all this sentence stuff. in It's very hard you know? to retain for me. Do you do audio book? Do you read like? Um, I'd advise reading the full book because there's just so much shit. I just pick a chapter you like and read that. What about read a chapter? Oh, a so don't read the whole book. No, there's too much shit. Yeah. And how the do golden you nuggets. Shit? Write it down, highlight it. I have a Google. You have a note sheet, right? Doesn't it online, get messy? Online, Google Docs. Yeah. Google Docs. Doesn't yeah. it get messy? Like all your notes, though. It's like, like 120 uh, pages now. Uh, will you just go back and look every day? I should look at it more. I haven't in a while. That's pretty good. I w- send me that. See, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I envy you. Guys. Is it like very uh, personal stuff, or just like great, great notes from every book? Just a few sentences from each book. Yeah. Dude, send key me key points because you want to find the key points of the book. I got no. Like it's I just oh I I don't even read. Do you do you, do you think audiobooks are easier for you? Or You'll you retain more on an yeah, actual book, but I like audiobooks more. Me too. No, my dad. Audible is no, a good thing. Good. I like Audible. Oh, nice. Yeah. What are your favorite books? And Crushing at Gary V. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I've read that. Um, Zero to One, Peter Thiel. A lot of business books. What about uh, best piece of advice you got? For what? From somebody who's like a great you entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur for your business. Mm. You were, you go to these growth cons and stuff. How's that too? Like, how's the vibe there? And I don't go for the talks. I go for the networking only. So because the talks I can see like later on YouTube. Yeah. So you're you've got good at managing time. You go f- just to network. Like you just figure, to why would I sit there and listen to a fucking five hour speech? Network when, after parties, like with guys like Damon John. He has like after parties. You went to his after party. Yeah. Have you met him? Yeah. How was he? Cool. Yeah. Super chill guy. Did you, did you talk about your business or it's not like that sometimes? No, you never want to do that talk the first time you meet someone because you'll, you'll appear like kind of thirsty. You know? It's almost like the DM, the DM thing. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> messing with you. 
That makes sense, though. You kind of just vibe and talk about whatever. It's like with the same... You know, he knows why you're there. Say a famous comedian. You don't want to be like, hey, here, here my set. You know what I mean? I never do that. No, no. I'm just saying. That was like, no, yeah, I know. It's the same kind of thing. That makes sense. But at the same time, you only maybe will see that person once ever, but social media will help you. But say you want to kind of say something at least, you know? Yeah, you want to let them know. Like, we'll have like network parties for just entrepreneurs. Whoever's invited, yeah. Whoever's That's invited. Sick. So it's all about the networking. And how do you manage your time effectively? Like, is that something you had to work on? Good question, yeah. Um... I just try to focus on like what's gonna bring the most value to the company. Gotcha. And like customer service emails is not gonna do that. Yeah. So I pay someone like five an hour in Ukraine to do that. That's crazy. Damn. So you said like you know what I mean like you don't want to focus on like stupid shit like how do you stop yourself from focusing on like which shoes you want you don't like to get a lot of stuff anyway which what new yeah. basketball shoes you want to buy I don't buy. shop like do you ever like search on hours and like catch yourself like holy fuck I'm been on like looking for a pair of shoes for three hours I need to no I don't buy any That's clothes I haven't in four years three years Damn. really what do you, hey, you, look, he comes, you come what do you do like just a, get someone to make them for you or what, what? You come I either like get a, free clothes or just wear my I usually wear my jerseys just only Really? Yeah. yeah. Pretty casual. Companies right now. send me free like shit. So you became yeah, a minimal, no minimalist? How's it called? Minimalist. Minimalist. Yeah. Minimalist? And look, oh, like you, uh, yeah, you come off like a, a good book Zuckerberg that, or Warren Buffett. They just like don't yeah, give a fuck. I'm wearing sweatpants most of the time. You got money regardless. <laughs> He's wearing a sweatpants and sweatshirt right now. Yeah. And the red flag is if someone has a lot going on, like six different things. But a lot of the sharks. If they're do. trying to start like six businesses at the same time, because mm-hmm. you'll notice all the Fortune 500 like CEOs only have one business. Gotcha. Do you think? Not saying you would ever do this, obviously, because you're passionate about your business. But like with all the knowledge you have now and you've grown with your successful business, you could go work a corporate gig somewhere and make a bunch of money doing that. Do you like? Do you think you could do that? Not having finished school or anything, I'll be honest. I don't think that matters at all because you're obviously mm-hmm. doing great without it. But like, you know what I mean, though. Like, you yeah, think you could yeah. go be successful it'd on Wall Street or something? It'd probably have to be remote, and it had to be like flexible hours. Right. I don't like a nine to five. Like, yeah. I want to be working when I want to work. Sure. Dude, I remember on Instagram you used to say you worked like twenty hour work weeks and shit. Yeah. Work days, bro. That's not work an exaggeration. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. saying No, like I said that wrong. Days. Work yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. You used to you put sleep in the work. for a few hours and then you're working the rest of the day. I yeah. remember people used to make fun of you and stuff, and you fucking prove them wrong. So good shit. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Oh, Fuck we talk about haters, actually. Yeah, because yeah. we were in high school and we saw this guy who was everyone was like, Oh, what what is he doing? He's not in college anymore, he's not doing this. He's just and he thinks he's gonna make it with this jersey thing. And look at this look at this guy. Look what he did. Mm, that's good but uh yeah well we were talking about that uh like it's good to have people on the podcast that over the phone because better questions you could see the vibe feel the vibe and like how do you deal with haters because like that is true like when you see someone in the perception of someone you on social media it could be different in person like you can look like a, i'm not saying you are you could be like look like an egotistical dickhead on social media mm-hmm. then when you meet him in person like oh this guy's cool actually yeah hating our haters was something i dealt with a lot when i yeah, uh, like bullying or hate. So or I didn't. Well, in high school, I got a lot of bullying for the company creation. Or no, just I didn't have the company at the time. Okay, and you were just like fuck. You I was just bullied a lot for being dumb. I don't know. Dumb? You weren't. You weren't smart. No. What was it? It was like I don't even. know. I mean, you were in my math class. I don't call myself dumb. So but you were also a year old. Some people were not dumb. They just not don't dumb care in school. Try. It was just like I didn't try. Like uh, you know, I didn't give a shit about much at the time. Lack of effort. Yeah. Interesting. So people yeah, thought I was going to be a failure. Like, people were saying I was going to be homeless in jail. The funny part that I feel that is the amount of people <laughs> I saw in high school who don't give a fuck or didn't try, didn't care, are the smartest fucking kids. They, and you should have to go apply it. didn't work for you, but you have to go and apply <laughs> it. You have to go and apply it like he did and make a business or do something you're passionate about. Like, like, like you, I know kids who are were rocket scientists. They, they literally glance over the outline the day before, ace the test. Don't do shit. Have like a 1.0. Don't do shit the rest of the week. And like, yeah. and you just go apply it to what you're good at. 
Like, well, that's what you did. Like, I let the hate. You don't need to be me. a fucking. Tr- then there's the try. The then there's the kids who are tryhard studies, like study six hours a night every night, get straight A's, mm. but they don't know how to fucking boil an egg. Like, it, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. It's it's you, that's that's always the case. Like, look at fucking all these successful entrepreneurs, like a like a Zuckerberg. He was a little weirdo. He didn't give a fuck about fucking <laughs> doing well on a history test. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's stupid. Sco- the way s- school structure is stupid. That's a whole other podcast. Um, yeah, no <laughs> Wait, I had something, but now I forget. Are you you still deal with haters now? Like, do you get haters now? Like, or fuck? Uh, yeah, no, still like now, now but not as many. But um, it's it's always gonna be there, no matter what. Is it like random with. people, like people that you like know that may have been in your life at some point? Do you can you tell or, or you? Don't um, know? that's what it used to be mostly, right. but now I think it's just uh, other entrepreneurs. Check sure. out my YouTube comment. Oh, there's entrepreneur beefs. <laughs> yeah, there's entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's like, like rap at these at these conferences are like West Side. There, like, there's there's clicks at these conferences. Really? Yeah, like, oh yeah. fuck him, he's up the other side. Yeah. That's so funny. He ain't like, blood. He ain't blood. Like I went to 10x Growth Con last year and I was with a different squad and they were talking shit on this kid and I'm like, oh that kid looks like he's killing it. And then I went to the conference with him this year and now they're friends. So it's uh, like people they, people fear what they hate what they don't shit, understand. You say the same thing about comics and I don't know hip hop people. Yeah, it's, all, it's always there. You're nice to them in, p- in person, but you're sneaky. Do you think that like somebody who has a business, you guys are in the same tier, right? And next next year, you're like really up here, and this guy's still here. Do you think hate comes from that? Jealousy in a way? Envy? Definitely jealousy yeah, plays sure. a huge role, I think. Yeah. People it's get crazy. jealous when they see someone making more than them in the entrepreneur world, at least. Because I've read something where people, when people are hating, they're never really hating at someone who's like, they're always hating. You, you're always, lo- the person hating's always lower than the person they're hating on that's higher up. That's interesting. You might be right. I really believe that, actually. It was a study about that scientifically. What did you say, again? say if you're like a open mic comedian and like your buddy's a headliner, you're the open mic comedian who's going to be hating on the headliner. The headliner's never going to be hating on you. He's yeah, not, he doesn't have time to or doesn't care. Yeah. It's like the same with the business. Save him. Sure. But save you guys start out together. Save he had a business and his buddy had a business. Next year he went to ten growth con or whatever, and his business was like this high, made so much more money. This guy's is stagnant, losing money. He's gonna be toxic, and you could toughen the mindset. He's gonna be hating. And the lower guy, he's I am Oprah. He's either gonna be <laughs> hating or snaking to try and figure out what yeah. he can take from his business yeah. that he did to make it successful to make his successful. Yeah, that's wow. what's tough. You just changed my opinion of haters. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's crazy. yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. And on that one, since you uh, got happy on that one, I gotta ask a bad question. No, I'm kidding. Culture okay. vulture, like, what will you do for the hip hop culture? Because a lot of times. Say if you're not an African American these days, 2018 or 19, they'll ask you like, "What are you doing for Black Lives Matter?" or "What are you doing for this?" "What are you doing for everything to be like equality?" "What are you doing to help hip hop?" Like, people might think, it might get the wrong impression if you're not a nice person. They might think like, "Oh, this guy's got 21 Savage jerseys, little Yachty jerseys. He's making money off our culture. What is he doing for us, though?" Yeah, I never th- saw it from that point I'm of view. I'm trying to help you I, out. Here. I might be getting hate for that soon, so you're yeah, right. If you blow um, up, I'm saying I, I already know the playbook of life. I guess I got to start making like more jerseys related to the culture like like and the charity d- thing help probably the yeah probably thing. donate money to some sort of black organization in the future or something yeah um but yeah hopefully i can resolve that issue when it comes and that and especially when you blow up i could see it now they have trump's they have trump jerseys on their site and lil yachty's well, yeah. current right now you know but i mean what can you do problem. business is business though that's it sells it sells we went over this the trump jerseys are your best seller of all time so yeah, that's I, crazy. I, can't, I can't take that one down. no no i'm not saying to take it down but <laughs> i'm just saying it's very interesting because you're a hip-hop head uh so am i and the audience is hip-hop and then it's funny how the trump thing it's sold it's a great idea i mean you can't, you can't please these them. haters sometimes though you could just say fuck off like i'm making money i'd like to see like i would like to see alex's perspective here on it i know but it was different because he was like he brought it up. He's like, "Yo, he got a Trump jersey on his wall." But I had a f- I had an idea. The Trump jersey is going to be a big selling jersey regardless, yeah. if not the biggest on his. On Are his you site. not a Trump fan? Uh, personally, no. But I mean, I wouldn't if I had a successful business uh, where I was selling something 
that was Trump and it was making me a bunch of money, I'm not going to take it down. I'm not really like a super anything guy Trump. Just heads up, anything Trump related selling. My friend makes Trump coins and he's made millions off it. Well, Trump coins? Yeah. I'm not buying coins. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. Holy I bet shit. you the oh, what about demographics? Do you know your obviously you know that I it's mean, so even, mixed. Yeah. But on Google Analytics, I know the age demos eighteen to twenty five are most cool. popular. Because I, I was I don't know race because it's so all over the place. Right. Yeah, like, I was thinking with the Trump stuff, you're probably going to get a lot of older people for the coins for your twenty five to thirty four is our second most. So that's probably the Trump has. Whoa, that's wild. Um, I'm but sure yeah. people like that's what my YouTube is twenty four thirty four. I'm big in India. I'm sure you might even. Scale, <laughs> I thought you might even <laughs> scale a little bit people. younger. Some people like jerseys are like high school. But like, I know people stuff. all yeah, yeah, age groups wearing jerseys. College, yeah. Like. I some don't people think, really uh, love jerseys. Some people only wear jerseys. I don't think Google Analytics records anything under 18. Oh, yeah. That probably when, yeah, it's true. crazy because that's tough when marketing, too. When you, you got to know how to market, what you're doing with marketing. Yeah, we've tried Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, I think Snapchat's Facebook. out. Not to be a dick to Snapchat. Oh, no, it's long gone. It's long gone. Yeah. But at the time, that was the quickest way to get sales. Mm. Mm. Word. We got people that have 15 million Snapchat networks. Wow, that's wild. Jesus. So you pay them per, what was it, 10,000 views, I think, that's was 70 wild. bucks. That's just wild. I, I don't so, know any of this. I don't know if Me you either. guys covered this already. Um, what was going on with people yeah, thanks copying for coming your design? Late. What? Thanks yeah, you're coming. welcome. I was at Jiu-Jitsu, man. Was and Mickey, I, and I took a shower. There? Mickey was not there. No, he's in California. He's in LA. Back to topic. Go ahead. Uh, I remember something about uh, people copying your designs, other companies and shit. Mm -hmm. what was go what's going on with that? Is that still happening? Yeah, it's still happening. We've had uh, Thieves, man. DMCA notices since. We've shut down four websites already. Damn. Damn. Um, How does that happen? Uh, so DMCA is when they're stealing your property, so you can get their site shut down. How do you find? How do you Are they the ones tracking that it's that it's stolen? That they're stealing? Like how do they prove uh, that you you're stealing your shirts? So the company is called Shopify that I sell on, and That's anyone big. selling under Shopify, if they steal your product, you can alert Shopify, get that store shut down. Do you, you alert them? Yeah. Or yeah, how did you confirm that they're them. stealing your shit? Well, it's I literally made the design, so I showed Shopify the the proof or whatever. And then anyone selling it. When you first started out, did you get in trouble yeah, for making designs because you didn't know the game? Yeah. So my... F that's where, that's where you got fucked, You didn't right? know about designing, <laughs> too? Oh, my God. My second design ever was a Chance the Rapper Acid Rap jersey. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Total copyright. Like, really? Acid Rap album artwork um, all over the jersey. Mm -hmm. And on Instagram, we did a Chance the Rapper giveaway, and he saw it. He got mad? Yeah, so he sent, <laughs> he got his lawyer involved and sent us a season desist. So we had to ship him all the jerseys, uh, sales report. And then luckily we didn't get sued because we were so small at the time. Mm -hmm. Our sales weren't that right. much. Yeah. But I wonder if that was him or his business manager. I feel like he's a nice guy. And I feel like it might, he would have saw it, but then his I don't business, know. Yeah. Either way, Shenzer Rapper did that, but I, I don't even label. blame him, honestly. So, like, what was the first one? That, uh, you live and you learn. I mean, I wouldn't know. What, what was to your do first jersey ever? Oh, you told me this. It um, was the views from the six. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so, so you, even that's like a gray area. So, well, yeah. what, ab what about like, I'm on your website now. What about that, like the Flint Tropics one? Isn't that from, um, it's from the movie, Semi Pro, yeah. the movie? So, like, yeah. how does that work? Is that, that's not copyrighted? Um, I've never gotten anything for that one, but we just got one for Aliyah. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. The singer? Aaliyah, yeah. Aaliyah. We used Didn't to sell die? her. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah, we used to sell the Bricklayers one, and uh, oh, really? we can't sell that anymore. Don't sell anything R. Kelly, I would suggest. <laughs> R. Kelly? Yeah, I would get rid of that. <laughs> what happened with R. Kelly? Wait, really? What? He doesn't, oh, well, go, he, does, uh, he doesn't go out much, but he doesn't also probably watch TV well, because he's, he's doing on Surviving R. Kelly? Is it another, well, he's a, another rape or something? He's surviving a full-blown pedophile. Oh, really? There's a whole huge so, documentary that got him. He's facing like 18 we lawsuits We might have to right get him now. back yeah. on the podcast, do a whole pop culture he, um, episode with him. They <laughs> did a whole like five, six-piece documentary on TV about it, about Oh, him. my God. Yeah, just like. That's terrible. You know. Do you ever like. 16-year-olds. Uh, 
radio related, you like send a jersey to Hot 97 or Breakfast Club and give them stuff? Uh, I've been talking to Hip Hop Mike. Really? You know Where? Yeah, yeah, I know. Him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be doing jerseys with him, and hopefully I can work out a deal with him where he can start giving jerseys to the guests and stuff, too. That'd mm. be dope. It's interesting. I love this. Uh, he's going to be in Bound Brook on Friday, actually. Oh, yeah? I think. I saw a thing. Yeah, so, I don't know how he's not verified yet. Yeah, right. he's not verified. He d- he just uh, he started uh, he started organically with Rosenberg, and then he got a night show at Hot 97. He's P. bored Rosen? up. Then he's on air. How it's, do you get a show on Hot 97? It's tough to get into radio. He uh, It's all about who you know, too, and it's all about being good. And he, he was an uh, intern for Rosenberg, Peter Rosenberg, and then he worked his way up board up, I believe. I mean, I, I'm not speaking for him, but that's what I think. And then yeah. he uh, got a night show. That's sick. Yeah. I uh, I went to a concert. I was working Live Nation, Young Jeezy, Wiz Khalifa. Mm. And uh, I think I got him in or he got in himself, but it was funny. I met him backstage and talked to him, and we took, pi- I took, a, we took good pictures of uh, Young Jeezy. Uh, performing. That's awesome. It was funny. I knew him for a while. I hit him up back in the day, and he called me up, and he told me like his come up story. And then I had him on my radio show. Actually, I had a radio show in college, and I interviewed a lot, a lot of famous people. But it was through the phone. They're uh, not going to come to New Jersey, Monmouth, yeah. and Rutgers, and uh, fucking interview interview with me. They called to the phone, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Sam was my intern back in the day. I'm about to call. Oh yeah, that's where the nickname came yeah. from. Yeah, now, now, that's how now he knows when he was having him on Rutgers Radio at age 15. However old he was. Yeah, he used oh, yeah. to be weird, but I made him cool. <laughs> Yeah, you were an interesting kid in high school, Sam. Thank you, Sean. I don't know what to make of that. but That means uh, you're (laughs) a fucking freak. Yeah, that's probably about right. Big-ass forehead and vein and... Whatever. Hasn't changed. You had a night show. It wouldn't work out. You'd be like, all right, I'm at a five minutes mark. I think it's time for commercial right now. Oh, no. We had had it whenever. With a podcast, you had it whenever. That's the best part. That's funny about hip-hop mic. Yeah. That's Small world sometimes, you know? Yeah, really. I gotta hit him up. How important were connections for you at the beginning? Yeah, like give like giveaways or things like how like how do they how do they go in like the first couple of months? Or yeah, so? giveaways were something I was doing a lot of in the beginning. I haven't done those in a while, but I used to give away jerseys. That's how we got some followers. We would uh, pay pages to post giveaways and stuff, and have them follow our page and their page. And uh, yeah, that's a good way to gain followers. I don't know if it still works, but definitely worked in the past. Did you feel confident that this was going to work out for you in the beginning? Pretty yeah, confident. I, I had a I mean, weird, gotta be. I had, gotta a, be confident, I had an all-in mentality once I dropped out because I didn't want to drop out and then fail and then go back and then, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I, I went all in. Even before I dropped out, I was all in, honestly. So. Did you have goals or was it just simple to create this business? Like, do you write down goals? Do you have vision boards? Do you believe in all that? I have a daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly goal on a whiteboard. Also, my lock screen on my phone. You have that, too. It doesn't some, work for me. I got a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's been working Freeman for me sometimes. Tough, right? Sometimes yeah, well, you, you put like something every day on your background? No, it's just the same thing. Like fuck bitches. That's what it says. I saw. Oh, you can't even see it. Says, it fuck bitches. Like, fuck bitches. Get money. No, I'm Hell kidding. Yeah. That's what mine is. Yeah. The daily Kelly motto. Daily ones are kind of dumb, but brush teeth twice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't even do that. Wait, hold on. You're setting the goals very small. <laughs> DM 30 to 50 people. I'm gonna do this with women. Email 30 to 50 companies. Wow. Wait, do you guys? You guys? You better start emailing more people for sponsorships. Lift three to five times. Oh, that's basically that's your channel. Do you know YNW Melly? Yo, you probably yeah, talked yeah. to so many really? people. How he do just you just got charged. How do you talk no, to what? Wait, what? Hey, uh, first degree murder. Wait, oh, oh my God. Wait, what? What are you talking about here? YNW Melly? No Florida way. Rapper. What are you talking about here? He doesn't know anything about hip hop, so I don't know what he's talking What are we doing? He's a rapper. YNW Melly. What? Ha- how'd you find this out? Twitter. Are you sure? First degree murder? Florida, Florida rapper. We're breaking news here on Cuba Basement, imagine. We were Florida. about to do a jersey with him. Oh, really? you might want to hold off on that. No, <laughs> it could probably get a lot of sales. <laughs> but, I mean, that could be Y-N-W Melly you know charged crazy? with two counts of first degree murder. Um, 
arrested. before Treyway got arrested, arrested, we were doing a jersey with him. Treyway or Takashi Six Nine? Treyway, the manager. Oh, the manager. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a bad one to do yeah. right now, I guess. He was he was arrested and charged Free with first degree murder in the 2018 death of two men. Police say that demons and Henry staged the crime scene to resemble a drive by shooting. Not good. So you don't you have like an end thing? I only saw like your daily list of stuff to do. Yeah, I'll show you this. Not, yeah, not to the, I, don't, I won't read it off and be a scumbag. He looks <laughs> like he kills people. Does he not? He was getting. He was gonna. Yeah, you were gonna collab with him. <laughs> True. <laughs> I know. His he's white, guys. Listeners, he's white. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I so never heard. Social of him media is very important. You're telling me, like it, it's an yeah, yeah, we went over that. Start, uh, yeah, for him, he's, like he's thirty to fifty room. DMs a day is a lot. We like, this sounds like a lot, but it takes an hour but only. Really? And you bang it out. But is it? Is it not even an hour? But is it authentic? Is like a general like, hey, check us for jerseys or whatever. You know what quick replies are? Yeah. yeah, have that and then change their name. Like add, people like being called their name, so just add their name at the end. Gotcha. I'm uh, yeah. That's genius. How many people are on your team? About only like read two, four books. People we went over like this. You, like you we talked about it earlier, but like a oh, bunch of freelancers, uh, customer cool, service, That's a good idea to uh, do. agency, and then one assistant that does like everything. Sean, a lot of people, s- a lot of people actually do this. I was reading a book. Uh, this radio personality, Bobby Bones, I think. Yeah, he's a country guy. He's big though. He's huge and like fucking Nashville huge. and like syndicated show. He writes everything every day. He writes something new on there. Like, oh, to yeah. remember, like it's it's hard. Like. Don't you come trapped in like overconsumption of stuff? Like, how do you? Re- I forget my goals sometimes and forget stuff. Yeah, I don't write everything on, like, on there, but I try to, and I think at least that's good enough right now yeah. for me. Yeah, we're overconsumed consumption in the social media game, you know. So yeah. Shit. Fuck! I just had something. It's a it's an yeah. investment, and oh. it's going to be one of your biggest assets if mm. you can get it running. Yeah. And you what about this upcoming project with Skinny? What, doing something for Skinny? Can we talk about Skinny that? Skinny from the Nine. Yeah, we did a jersey Skinny. yesterday. He's from the area. You got to represent local jersey. Represent yeah, jersey. so hopefully he posts. And then we did 100 units, so it should sell out in a day. Oh, that's dope. Mm. You said you Do said people buy out their own cool. units to sell out? I know rappers buy their albums. Do people like, will buy the, Probably. All the jerseys? <laughs> Probably. Skinny. I know uh, 50 Cent. What happened? Somebody bought seats at a concert so they couldn't whatever I don't know. No, he bought the general tickets what were you going to say though? I said well you said you have a partner like the assistant that's different you have like a direct partner who like splits the business with you or is it yours um, right now I own 100% but okay. I have my best friend that helps me out and it's kind of like an unspoken thing that oh, he basically oh, you got to give him bags if you make it yeah obviously He's, um, in the he's in Miami yeah. though, so. Yeah, oh yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw. You just came back from Miami. Yeah. How the fuck do you That's like? Much. We connect, we connect it and text through stuff. Like, how do you like <laughs> talk to people daily with all that shit going on? The DMs. It's hard with you because you don't have. Did you not have iMessage? No, I have iMessage. That was me. Oh, that was you, <laughs> dude. I I would take two days to respond to you because I don't check my phone. I text off my Mac. Oh, that's a wrap. That's, that's what I do. Yeah, and like, oh, you do that, yeah, I get you? over a thousand texts a day, so I have to text on my Mac. Damn, your DMs are lit. I wish I had that with women. Me too. That'd be great. It's, I guarantee you, it's no woman. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's that's crazy. Yeah, like I, that, I wanted to ask you that actually. The people who like just have so much going on and so much social media following, whatever. You, you say you, you, my phone will blow up. Did your phone ever explode? What the fuck? No, you take notifications. Yeah, off. you take all notifications off. off, but like texting. Anyway, oh, you put them. You've said this hundred times. I gotta ask you this too. Eh, fuck just off. ask the question. Fucking teeth boy. Um, that's crazy. He's not though. used to the comedy and jokes. We usually roast I, I, and joke, yeah, yeah. but we, we've been pretty Sorry, we've yeah. been pretty normal. This is one of the more normal episodes. The first 45 minutes were straight entrepreneurship. My mind was getting blown, so <laughs> I was like, on to the next question, on to the next question. You, were, uh, you didn't listen to any episodes prior? I should have, my bad. No, it's all good. I was no, just I, wondering. We knew. You, I, he, I thought maybe he, he did. You I, would have, I, I, I said, I no, he like, didn't trust me. He's not trying. You go to a lot of podcasts. You do a lot of podcasts. You told me too, my bad. I should have. No, I don't think I did. I didn't send him stuff. He didn't tell me, though. Well, some people just will like do. Nah. 
No, so like you run how, how, how do you pitch them on a show? Like for instance, I think Mickey was gonna do it anyway, but I sent him the YouTube views and I sent him like another thing, and, and it, it kind of sped up the process a little bit. I got yo, we gotta get. He's this also bi- these guys are busy. Like we're nobody, so we're like, why is this? I guy love we talk to ourselves so low as our comedy. But like, know we talk. Yeah, we like shit on ourselves. People are like, dude, stop saying that. Mickey's training for a giant fight in Las Vegas in two weeks. This kid's running a fucking. Savage business, making a bunch of money. I'm here like, with. I want more flashlights, and I gotta take the cans yeah, out. Yeah, fuck off with flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> take out the cans, Mike. Chill, um, I got. I, I, yeah, dude, not good. Not good. I have a site that tells you the top Shopify stores by traffic, and they're in the top fifty. Word? Really? Yeah. So they're they're, 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 they're secret, legit. Oh, uh, they're one of the biggest Shopify stores in the world. What? That's a hot little yeah. secret. They sent me like a, We're in a very good, good amount relationship of stuff. With them for, like, they gotta be doing like serious numbers. Shit. Their Instagram's the huge. They they reposted their shit. Serious numbers. That's awesome, though. Yeah, well, some people like flashlight. Like people who like couldn't comprehend that that was like a thing. Like I was told people, I was like, flashlight sent us a bunch of shit. They're like, what the hell is a flashlight? And I was like, it's a fucking, it's a pocket pussy for guys to jerk off into. <laughs> like mines were blown. I do like funny comedy stuff. With I've it. never tried it, but mm, me neither. You could actually try that <laughs> with a girl too. That's why I gave you that one. Oh, yeah? It's a big thing for Valentine's Day. Look, oh shit. This is their page. Didn't you show them this already? Yeah, but it's their page. How many followers they got? Uh, Decent amount, couple hundred thousand maybe. It's pretty good. Not bad, right? This was over taken over there. That video. <laughs> That's what's funny about that. Crazy. <laughs> Don't make it go. <laughs> it was taken over there. Well, I, I just thought it was. No, funny. he thought it was taking the fucking down the street. No, uh, you know, no, I'm just giving detail. And also, there's an audience. Are you, uh, anything else you want to? What are you like? Um, I don't know, Yankees. Um, well, you're how do you think this guy? is for the flashlight Valentine's Day pictures? <laughs> I'm gonna put that up. This kid's just That's showing funny. everything now. Any, <laughs> how do you like those pictures? Any New York team, I like. Any New York team? Any New York team? Yeah, I'm local. Good you did? Oh, you did track and cross country. You were a long distance runner. Yeah, you look like a long distance 5Ks, runner. Five Ks. Yeah, I'm long skinny legs. as fuck. Um, eight hundred was my event. Yeah, half mile. I had some filthy cross country kids coming out of my school. Oh, uh, where'd you go? I went to Free Old Township. It's oh yeah, you guys got. You guys we got always had runners. a pop in cross country. Nobody cares. Fuck off. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Just kidding. But um, uh, get some matters, man. Any other good? I I'm kidding. Any other good go. questions and or anything you want to ask us or anything? Like a business. I don't know what you guys. Anything you want me to ask? We talk about a ton of social media. Keep it basement jerseys. Oh, oh that, that, that's I'll make some for you guys. Really? Yeah. We'll pay you dope. and kiss you. No, you don't have to pay me. Just shout me well, out. I mean, well, of course. Abs- yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll do anything I you could, want. I can make a commercial. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my flashlight commercial. I'll play that for you. <laughs> I do like radio stuff, too. I work at a radio station. Yeah, I got you. I'll get my designer on it God bless you, Sean. Thank you. That's that's a nice gesture. Dude, you're like the nicest guy I've ever met. That's like a... We like the brick background. Just saying. Has to run a system. That's the only good background we have here. It's either the brick background or the or with locker against the pole. A white wall or a red brick. This is the biggest basement I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Keep it basement. Keep it basement. So stupid. Yeah, it's pretty big. Tell them the story about how it flooded before the Mickey Golf podcast. Legit, the sewage thing flooded and it was shit everywhere and I called Sam to clean it. He calls me... Two hours for the podcast, and it smelled horrific in here. And I dropped what I was doing. Mid, I was in the middle of writing an essay. I just said, oh, mid-sentence? All right, submit. I came down here because he was like going to cancel the whole podcast, and we weren't going to get this done. It, it was the Mickey sewage Gullen. was oh, Great episode. So bad, man. Wow. He was two guests ago. That's two cool. guests ago. He's so cool. Yeah, yeah, cool give dude. him a jersey or something. Yeah, I'll make him a customer. We're going to get we got Mickey a painting from Chad. Hopefully it happens. And a jersey from Sean. Shout out Chad. Anything else? And a flashlight. I, uh, that's pretty good. It's networking, right? <laughs> it's networking. People that if he comes people back, people helping people. That's what I like. I got my buddy, Stealth Mode Motorsports, help him out. Yeah. I, give a, I, get I'm a, I love networking. Yeah. Yeah. Gets me excited. I should do a Jersey Champs commercial. <laughs> On here, interesting. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got a network. That's how you like spread the news. You have to, and that was yeah. also one of my biggest mistakes early on. I wasn't networking. I was just working in my house all day. Yeah. And how were you like? How are you like telling people the news about it? Like just Instagram and the social media stuff. Telling people what? 
like how, like about the jerseys and whatnot, like yeah, Facebook ads, Instagram, and Snapchat ads mm. mainly. Was Sean. it slow in the start? Was this like slow in the beginning? Um, or? yeah, like sales are never gonna be like insane when yeah. you're first starting out. You know, when what I, was the first like hit jersey? I think uh, I, I can't remember exactly. Oh, I remember one of them was Harambe. Like, Harambe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's great. And then two months later, that Trump Trump got elected. So oh, it's just yeah. well, he had it. He had it. He was holding it, right? Yeah, that's well. It. Our that's logos awesome. on it. It's super. Do you ever get a, anything from that? Like any news news publications? Tons. You that's how I got verified. But Damn. did they did they did they ever talk to you for an interview or anything like that? Or no, I just tweeted at them to add the Jersey Champs link to the article, and that was it. Gotcha. Nice, smart move. It's interesting. I forgot. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Oh, with the freaking. You're a 30 to 50 DMs and like the big presence on social media. I kind of talked about this a little bit, but like, what would you recommend an entertainer does? Like a comedian who's, you know, loves stand up comedy and does stuff on stage or a radio personality who's doing interviews. What would you recommend? The social media game is just as important because while you're doing that, right, that's not necessarily creative, but it's important for your business. You're killing the creativity in a way if you're an entertainer because mm. you're spending your time on social media, right, instead of going out there, writing new jokes or doing interviews and mm. doing content. Because in a way, it is content, but at the same time, it's more networking. So how do you balance? My main question, I guess, is I know you're not an entertainer, but how do you balance the creative process and content with that importance of social media or networking for your brand? And Yeah, shit? it's tricky because you said these comedians don't like posting on Instagram. Not to Zappi as a comedian. I'm, I can't answer all these comedians. What would you say about this? Not all of them. It's not that they don't like it. It's just that just they, give them the it, they, don't, they don't seem it's um, original or or... You know, just coming from the right mindset. Like, they'd rather just... Uh, Even know. if it's a clip from their performance? Some don't no, like that because it's taking from their set. Or some don't like that because of the comedian's either. mind where they don't want to burn their material. Because they say, they'll put it on Instagram and say a couple thousand people see it. Burn that motherfucker. And then they're going and doing it again. But that's someone more with, like, a, a bigger following. But, like, no, that's usually what comedians will do is they'll post their clips mm -hmm. uh, or their bits. Or some will do, like, a um, like a freeze frame, like a still photo of them and one of their jokes, like, in quotes next to it. Um... But, like, in terms of making, like, dumb videos of themselves, like, in the shower or, like, you know, talking to their mom or whatever. Like, that kind of shit because they, they think there's this fine line between a social media comedian and a stand-up comedian or, like, you know, a, a original, like, regular comedian. Mm -hmm. Some comedians don't give a fuck. Some think, like, think like that. And, like, and that's what it is. I mean, it's not, like, it's not as bad as he makes it seem, but I know what he's saying because stand-up comedians will will get get feel some type of way when they see an Instagram comedian selling at a club, but they go up and do stand-up and they suck. Because it has my... Because they make great videos has and my funny attention. videos, but they don't know how to... They can't write I'm, a joke. I'm thinking about it because it has like my Q. attention. Like, to get involved in comedy Q's or not, I know uh, for real, or, you know, radio, podcasting stuff, it's all the same, but just the whole it's concept. It's all entertainment at the end of the day. I mean, yeah. you might as well do it all. I get made fun of for posting pictures of flashlights. You know, that's what I mean? hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But like, you get made fun of for a lot of things. True, but I don't care. But uh, I'm just saying it, it was an interesting question. I'd with say the creative process for social and, uh, media social comedy, media. you could probably grow quicker. Mm. But you guys seem to like the uh, the performance aspect better. Not necessarily me. I mean, they don't think that of me. But like, I guess maybe Tom. We, we and Alex. I tell him all the time. It's 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 essentially all comedy and entertainment. At the end of the day, he doesn't do stand up comedy. Like he doesn't go to clubs and get up on once. stage like I do. But like it's not like he's not a comedian. Like shows. he takes fleshlight pictures. It's just as funny <laughs> as what I do, if not funnier. It's yeah. funnier. See what I'm saying? My thing so is like the it's exposure. The same, I'm not trying to be concept. a sellout. I'm passionate for profit, but I'm just saying exposure. Why exposure, am I going to drive? Yeah. I just for exposure. I need to ask you this. You're a business owner. You seem logical. Well, you said he goes to these network. He goes to these events sometimes just to network. Yeah, so I guess you are networking with comedians, but it's weird. Like you'll go to the club and network with the comics, but you won't go up. Would like my 
thing is like, would you drive an hour away to not even know if you're going to be up or not? It's going to be a three hour event, say and you only get five minutes on the mic and you don't even know how many people are there. Or would you post something on social media or do an interview with somebody and then put those clips out and be funny at this? You know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds rough if you're doing that every week. Like um, the open mic, now, he doesn't understand the open mic stuff where you drive literally pretty far and you don't know who's your audience there, but that's the whole thing of comedy. You're getting those laughs. You love that feeling of euphoria or whatever. It's that live feeling of like, I just, it just Wait. hit now. But I feel like, like I, you could do, you could now. do like fucking YouTube podcast yeah, no, and that too. I agree with him. I'm, I'm, he pulled me more to his side. I'm not like some of these comedians who think it's terrible. You could be, you could be like I stuck just, in a hole for 20 fucking years. I don't do it all the time. Because networking's you know. fucking important. Because I'd say if you build an Instagram presence, you're going to be getting booked every night. But you, you could be 100%. trash. You gotta, you gotta have your good, you gotta have good crap. You, you could be trash, be but you will. Get That's booked. why my my thing about creative process and social media how to balance. But you'll it. get yeah. booked before they know you're. Tra- they don't care as long as a club owner doesn't give a fuck. As I'd long rather as be good. I'd rather be they don't care if you're good. funny or not. Oh, you're really? putting ass so in the seats. You're selling tickets. The club's making money. That's all they so care it matters. About. Yeah, okay. well, you'll go up and bomb for an hour, but you just sold out a club. So they'll they're like, I don't give a fuck. So my question, okay, how would an authentic comedian, the people who don't like social media really, make it on social media and in stand-up? Like, make, instead of a 20-year process, how do you make Andrew that a three- to five-year process? So there's no Andrew Schultz. Um, I'm just saying. Because you're a social media guy, you know? Yeah, you'd have to collab with other social media, like, sketch, like, creators, like, stuff Supreme Patty does. So you're right. saying swallow the pride, do more social media comedy, and also stand-up. If you could get in a Supreme Patty video, you're gaining, like, 50K overnight. Would people do that? It's almost like selling their souls, I feel like. I don't know. Some people will, and some people won't, because they, they, they'll they think of that selling their soul concept, and be like, it's not worth it. I don't want to do but it. But he can literally sell out. out a show, and he's not even like that funny in person. Wow. That's 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 like a um a king back when wow. he, did, when he sold out when he like sold out stress fuck I, it. I saw when that on at Rutgers or King New Batch Brunswick, right? King back whatever his name is yeah he sold oh, out he sold out no oh he uh yeah he, he came close a couple I guess a couple months ago whatever but he didn't do like he didn't do well because he like doesn't. He doesn't do stand-up. He does Instagram videos. But you're still going to sell out because he has a gazillion followers That's my on point, Sean. Like, there could be a comedian at club the comedy club care. who's very funny, but no exposure. And I'm like, dude, you're really funny and creative. What the fuck? Because they're missing the social media aspect. They're missing the audience. It's a, it's a, They're not creating that audience because they're not big yet. So you have to rely on if people are coming or not and paying attention. And think about this. There's 20 comedians on the set, and they only get three minutes or five minutes each. Half of them are comedians not listening, and they're just reiterating their set. So I'm mm-hmm. my thing is, like, I don't understand that they're not getting their supreme exposure I just said supreme because supreme baddie <laughs> but they're not getting their <laughs> maximum exposure that they could be with their talent yeah. level but it's also like he said even, could the, be people, a even comedian, the people though. who are funny as hell and aren't doing exposure they might be posting things on Instagram every day it just might yeah. not be hitting like he said some yeah. luck some overnight sensations like, a lot of these comedians will post yeah I'm, pr- I'm doing a show here and it's like 10 likes like it's just like a flyer of something but yeah I get it I'm not hating on comedians I like you guys relax I know <laughs> I'm gonna get shit for this so how did people like Kevin Hart and I don't really know many comedians. How did Kevin Hart blow up? <laughs> Kevin, well, uh, uh, Kevin Hart blew up in, in a bunch of different ways, but it's also now in today's day and age, in 2019, where Instagram is your best friend. When Kevin Hart started comedy in 1998, there's no Instagram, there's no anything. So he was doing stand-up comedy at shitty shows and, and open mics, and he was starting in the club circuit, and people were putting him on. P- he would, oh, yeah, he would right. have people who were already in the game in New York drive him from Philly to New York to do stand-up in the clubs. And that's the old, that's the old mentality, the thing that Schultz and guys who are big on social media now fight against. The old mentality is you do open mics, you suck dick, not literally. You know, you go to o- do shitty shows, you suck. You finally get an audition at a comedy club. You get passed at a comedy club. Some network TV fucker sees you at the back of a comedy club. Is like this guy's this guy's good. I want to give this guy whatever. They write up a pilot for you. It's they bring you into. They Sean. bring you down to a huge TV network and pitch you a show. And you say, 
uh, and you get thrown into a show all of a sudden, and you might not even be good at comedy. All of a sudden, you have a TV show. Tell them about you New- weren't expecting tell about it. New York or in LA. you bust your ass and you do club spots every single night for twenty years until somebody sees you one day and gives you the TV shot. I don't get Gives it. you a whatever shot. It's different now. You have Instagram. You have podcasting. You have all this other. What shit. about New York and LA? Tell them that. everyone moves those places too. So together. a guy like a guy like a guy like Ray Romano was a. Uh, uh, However, what your de- definition of successful was was a successful comedian working big time comedy clubs in New York City, busting his ass. So you do three, four spots a night. You go from one club to the next club to the next club. You get up on stage. You do this. You do that. You make a little bit of money. And finally, one day he was married with kids. Finally, one day he's doing a spot and somebody sees him and he has a shot for a TV show. And they call him out to LA and they p- and he picks up the show. And the first couple episodes go well. All of a sudden they're renewing it for another third, fourth season. He was forty years old when he got everybody. That's crazy. I don't he was he long. was he was doing stand up for fifteen years at that point. So, so I feel that's like a, that's an example of a non overnight sensation. Sorry, but like, no, I, I just feel like not a lot of people are making it like in stand up, honestly, because that sounds. Without really hard. <laughs> without social media, they're not. No, 100%. So you're thinking, but what I'm about not, not not create with Supreme Patty, but how about create your own network, kind of like here basement, where it's local comedians or they go up, like create your own network. Well, that's like what Schultz is doing now with his YouTube channel. He's basically uh, making a, a premier comedy network, and he's having his comedian friends come on. He do, they do a segment called um, Inside Jokes or whatever, where they, they test out new jokes at just like a, a round table like this, and they just test out new jokes, and he brings on his friends and people that he thinks are comedians. Mm. He's not just using the, his YouTube channel for himself anymore. He's putting other people on he's doing he does um he does many little blog segments where he'll go because he'll go headline clubs across the country and they'll he'll bring his buddy alex media and they'll record and do a vlog of him getting in the uber going to the show whatever and they'll just put it all on his network and since his, his youtube channel has you know three four hundred thousand subscribers already and you put other people on people are going to see it because people like schultz and yeah. people are going to look at his shit and i realize i see new comics i think we have the talent here but not the exposure and i think it the exposure is more important than the talent as you said we're also like, in Jersey. Com- comedy and entertainment is seen as like a New York or L.A. Yeah, people move to L.A. and New York. But I with think internet now, like what Mike fights for is like we could do it out of fucking New Jersey. Like, because I, I think you, you have to be it. a big still, fish in a you know, small pond here. first before you're uh, the what's the other one? You got to be a big fish in a small pond before you're know, um, I don't know. a big fish in a big pond. You got to start. Well, I know that close. You know what I mean? You got to your location shouldn't matter, but it does. But you got to be big in New Jersey before you're big in New York or No, I know you You got to be good at what you do first. That's why I'm not going to just move like right away. Like you got to prove it here and then move to New York, then move to LA. And the internet too. And you don't have to go up on stage every night either. Yeah. I was trying to throw in the comedian. We're entertainment I'm not even a comedian. I'm a radio guy. Radio, same thing. We're all outdated. He's a businessman. You you build a business from wherever. If you wanted, you could have a Jersey champ shop. Just New Brunswick or Jersey for the rest of your life, and just keep it there. Radio's the yeah. same. You can do it every Radio's outdated too, though. Yeah, I mean, concept. it's the internet. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. We have this. We have this argument all the time. It's like inter- use the internet to your advantage. Sure. You should be collaborating at any level. Collaborating like, when you have yeah. a thousand followers, when you have a million, you should be working with people around your level and just keep working your way up. Mm. So work with comedians with like you're following right now, and then yeah, just work your way up. That's what we. That's yeah. That's what we're do. Skits to do here. together or whatever. Yeah. All right. We just ran it for him. Like, Get me the fuck out of here. It's better to be a big fish in a small pond than a small fish in a big pond. Exactly. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I know. But you really <laughs> yeah, need to Yeah, we got a little ranty at the one. end there. But that's I'm trying to explain great. to him in a way and then have you no, come yeah, in. Like, well, who am I to talk about comedian? Like, I'm not a fucking comedian. Sh- I was so stoked to have an entrepreneur on somebody that doesn't 100% know about the entertainment aspect like we're pursuing. You you just a, you're, you're successful, but you're coming from a business mindset. So you're like, some people don't comprehend what we were talking about because it's like, mm. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, but like that's why it's it's smart smart to get somebody else's take on that. But yeah. um, 
Yeah, that's that's how it's looked at. And radio is the same way. Like a lot of times, you could hustle and say like, "There's so and so many listeners this week." When in reality, people, how do you know if they're listening or not? They could put the station on for two minutes and turn it off. I heard radio's dying. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like you got to do other shit to radio. That's my point. Like I don't have seven different ideas, but in radio, you have to have a podcast. You have to have a t- TV. You have to be multifaceted. You know, TV's dying too. TV's dying too. So sure. YouTube and all that. So you. But even like academics, he was big on YouTube. He's getting out of YouTube. You don't want to be just known as a YouTube guy. Now mm-hmm. he has a show on Complex. Like. You yeah. have to switch it up. That, yeah. I didn't mean like seven different business ideas. That's what I, you yeah, know, yeah. Twitch, I misunderstood. Like you, the yeah. media thing is like all in one landscape, but at the same time you have to focus because you don't want to do twenty things at once. That's my problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. probably talked about this in the beginning, but how'd you come up with the idea for custom jerseys? Uh, my first jersey was when Drake dropped views, views I, from the six. Yeah, I know that, but how'd you come up with the idea for making oh. custom jerseys? Uh, I don't really know. I was in my dorm room. I think I was high, honestly. <laughs> Sounds about right. And yeah, yeah I just threw hip hop and basketball onto a jersey. Word. That's yeah. Funny. Simple idea if you think about it. Like, are you always gonna st- yeah. are you always gonna stick with jerseys, or over time do you think you're gonna create other businesses? Like you got, was anyone doing well, you got that other products you on your stuff. site? You got hats and stuff. Yeah, and we got. Tons of merch, but jerseys have the best margins, and that's what we're known for. But sure. I also it's cheap to make a jersey, right? And then yeah, I also have a media agency. So like I was telling you earlier, a bunch of big sharks pay me to grow their followers and stuff. What do you mean big sharks? Like bil- billionaires. Oh really? Yeah. They don't want to do it. They don't know how, and they got oh, hundreds God. of thousands of dollars sitting. They don't know how to do it, but they're millionaires. They're billionaires. Billionaires? Oh, yeah. they're the old they're, money. They started years ago. Old money, before, like old heads. And, you know, they're trying to get. They're trying money. to grow their kids. They're trying to grow their businesses. And how does it like? Doesn't that fuck you up kind of because you have to worry about your own business how do you balance that no it's super easy i got it all outsourced so i don't really do much gotcha <laughs> yeah it's all about outsourcing and i wish i knew that earlier really because yeah. yeah, you mentioned that earlier i had a lot of stress when i was first starting you that's how everything. i feel hey, you only got so much time in the day yeah and it's commerce so it's like where the fuck's my jersey and stuff yeah. like that so you're just dealing with negativity all day Something so it kind of like is a you kind of feel negative out there because you've been doing yeah. negative it's like so, kind of a law of attraction type shit yeah so it just put me in a bad mood all day and sure. then yeah. It's wild. Damn. All right. You want to wrap it up? Yeah. Good, good shit, episode, Sean. Man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks my for having me. Dude, thank you so much. Honestly, this was an eye opening, incredible episode. And my mind is blown and my pants are a little wet. Um, <laughs> Weird. <laughs> all right. Thanks again, Sean Kelly, entrepreneur. Check out jerseychamps.com, Jersey Champs on Instagram, Twitter. You know, anything else you want to plug? I don't know. You get some collabs coming up. So, I mean, get the yeah, word out. Yeah. Stay tuned. Hopefully, we, we're talking with Post Malone right now. And uh, a few other rappers, so hopefully we could drop some cool collabs this year. I hope so too. That'd be sick. Jerseychamps.com. Anything you want to promote? Mickey Gall, March second. Sam um, T-Mobile those DMs. Arena, Vegas. Uh, Slide in my DMs. Thank you. No, no. Light. Send thirty to fifty a day. To send thirty successful. to fifty to keep a basement uh, Instagram a day. No, we got to send them out. You dipshit. All right, we'll send them to you, and then you reciprocate. Send it back to us. Um, flashlight. <laughs> shout out, shout out flashlight. Shout out uh, locker and. Um, Everything else. Thank uh, you, guys. Shout out to the garbage cans and the snowstorm. YouTube. Uh, the Jesus, man, Keep subscribing awful. to the YouTube and, and, and find us on Instagram. Everything else. You guys know the deal. What Spotify. about Tinder and bubble marketing? Thank you, guys. Not now, Mike. Not worth it. Thank you. Women. Smart. Really? I don't know right, how to do those. It. All right. I would just... Fuck no, you. I know, but I hate when you do that. It makes me so mad. Holy shit. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports. sir. It's a fucking read-through. What am I supposed to be... Act interested. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati, super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com, also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. 
Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. Specializing in Yamaha R1 and R6, GSXR 650,000, ZX6R, ZX10R, and CBR 1000RR late model years. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement. Rate, subscribe. Thanks, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Get a job in California. You don't like it? Fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it. That's my few ones. Yo, this is Sean Kelly. You're listening to... Fuck. (laughs) 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 Why are you staring at me? I'm not! (laughs) You're literally staring. (laughs) Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey (laughs) Champs. Sam. I'm not looking at you. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey Champs, and you're listening to Keep It Basement.